What was that? Rogue uh, one? Rogue assassin or something. Rogue. Rogue motherfucker. Rogue warrior or some shit. Rogue fucker. Rogue warrior? Rogue warrior. It was like, yeah, rogue warrior. Road warrior? That was a good one. The road warrior. What were you saying safe for the podcast? This would be a good podcast. We were talking about Audible. Oh, Audible. Are we live? It was actually a sponsor. We're sponsored by them, too. So can we not shit talk? It's not even shit talk. What's Jeff Bezos going to do about it? Like, kill kill us. <laughs> I'm already on his hit list. Send SEAL Team 6 at us. I'm pretty sure he could just buy us and then sell us. I wish he would. <laughs> <laughs> I wish Jeff would, dude. I would be his son, dude. I fucking yeah. dare I'd you, Jeff Bezos. I fucking Wait, dare you. No, if he buys us, that means we don't have any control over ourselves. So whoever he's buying us from... I'm willing to sell out right now. You're going to sell your body? Hell yeah. Sick. That's sexy. Yeah. It's the right price, dude. What's your price? $500. That's that's actually a reasonable price. It's a good yeah. deal. That's yeah, it's a not really bad. good deal. That is a steal. I'll, I'll send you a message. Now, <laughs> send you a DM. It's only going to go up, dude. Yeah. No, that's not how that works. It's only going to go down. You, your body will be used. No, I age like a used fine wine. Used and abused. That I actually will agree with you. We're we're much better looking now than we were in high school. I would say we all are. A muggler. Did you break it? Nah. You buy it. Uh, anyway. Bye. Let's get the paperwork out of the way. We launched our Patreon. Uh-huh. Uh, Patreon.com slash bestbrospod. Shout out to all the subscribers. Bros. Now, describe what that is for the listeners who for don't fully this, understand it's, it's it. One of those things it's not it's me. Like, it's if you don't listener. know it, then you're just like, I don't Okay. Uh, it just is like another Facebook. To Basically, me. somebody Facebook. figured out a better version of Kickstarter. Yeah, it's like Indiegogo or Kickstarter <clears> or GoFundMe, but for people that are exclusively creating content of any kind, like they even... If you're into hentai, they have people doing mm, that. Which I am. Excellent. Oh, everybody is. Oh, yeah. Don't lie. Um, Don't lie. <laughs> podcasts are b- really big on there, and uh, YouTube uh, people, like, or just like sm- small content creators. People, like, even I guess models have their own Patreons. I don't know. It's like, There's what, a lot of, like pay $10 models. a month, and you'll get three photos of me or something like that. <laughs> but essentially, it's, it's, a new, it's a new era, dude. The idea <laughs> is that you pay what you want, and then you become a patron of our, our account, so... You're supporting us by giving us a dollar, which is helpful. But 18 people will give us a dollar, then can you not do that? I just, just want to hear what that sounds like. Does, I it, mean, sound, does it sound like a fart? Yeah, a little bit, like yeah. I'm, I'm sp- I can't hear it. I don't have headphones on. I'm oh. going to hear it later. Yeah. Does it just sound like I'm spread open over the yeah. mic? I'll text spread eagle. when I listen to it. Yikes. Well, that was an SPD. Dude. That's what that sounds like. That sounds like a queef. Sounds like I'm no queef anyway, expert. So <laughs> For more guys. content like this, you want more voluntarily give money for this. Just the I highest quality content. That's fair. I was, now I'm not. So, so where do you go to don't so to it's, donate? It's, you Patreon. go to Patreon.com/slash Best Bros. Okay, right. I'm at the slash. <laughs> And then, Forward uh, slash. like, we have a lot of, like, reward tiers or whatever. So, like, one that I think is be pretty cool is that if you pay us, like, I think... $10,000. $1,000. dollars like, you're literally a madman. <laughs> what is wrong with you is what the tiers call. Nice. Like, for 50 bucks, which is, like, our highest, I don't expect anyone to do it right now, per se, you can suggest a movie or a TV series up to, like, one season or whatever, and we'll commentate over it, and then... We'll release that to anyone who pays ten dollars or more, or five dollars or more. Like, so, you, so you have to pay to get the question asked, and then you also have to pay if you want to hear that. No, if you only yes. just want to hear it. So let's say let's let's talk about Faith. Faith listens. She's a podcaster. She's the listener. Correct. If she only wants to hear it, doesn't really care what we're commentating over. Like, say we do a commentary for uh, the Bachelorette or something like that, mm-hmm. which would be fun with, with all guys and our opinions on that. Uh, I have I have a lot. She don't have to pay five bucks, five bucks a month, or five bucks. 
She could wait six months from now, and there's like a shitload lined up, and pay five dollars once and listen to all of it. I mean, that's that's up to you. So this wouldn't be. It would be like exclusive content. Yeah, oh, it'll be exclusive to the patrons. But we also mm-hmm. have a so like we'll we'll record Wednesday. I'll upload it on Friday for Patreon people, and then I'll release it the following Friday for. I see. Okay, see so that makes more sense to me. They're they're paying to get something. You're getting something, not yes. just so here's you get my... the episode a week early. And oh, okay. uh, it'll eventually be out for everybody, but they'll always be okay. But eventually, one to two everyone weeks can see it. Yeah, I gotcha. So you're basically up on up on the know. What what is like five dollars get you? Five dollars will get your name read on the podcast if you have a topic suggestion. Oh, like a topic that. suggestion. That's probably good value because we can talk at length. Yeah. About if it. you have a question, you want you have a mm-hmm. comment, maybe mm-hmm. even a concern oh, about concern. Rob's job, wow. his, his health. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of things to be concerned about. Yeah, and it's just five dollars. Is anyone right. concerned about what North Korea is is doing over there? Well, you know, what a great fucking a segue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talking about how they're gonna nuke Japan, and I'm like, that's where all the anime goes. Like, I can't, I you can't leave Japan alone. <laughs> but they they hate South Korea far more than Japan. Well, South Korea is where but a lot of like the good nuke, modern filmmaking is coming to, from too. So it'll, it'll probably affect Japan as well. They're I, close enough. I I don't think he will nuke anyone, and I'll explain why. He likes being alive. Yeah. I don't. Why does he? <laughs> because he lives <laughs> on, in this little, like, paradise for him. Yeah. And his friends. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, I think it's what he wants you to believe. Like, oh, wow. Hail Robert. Like, no, no. I'm, I'm quite sure because we know he, part of the new sanctions that went into effect, like, prevent him from getting access to, like, these $1,000, like, bottles of alcohol he likes to buy and stuff. Like, he oh, imports why are we doing all, that to begin with? That's pretty. Well, because China and Russia would block those sanctions. We we banned and, and today they, they or not today it must have been a day or two they finally all agreed they're finally just like huh. it's just too much. Yeah. Like even China and Russia are they're tired of them. But well, he, it's like, he at knows. one point we're basically just playing paying a diva tax yeah. every month. Like yeah. okay we'll we'll send you our basketball players you can have all your expensive wines and alcohols and all right. that. It's like. That's a certain point. It's like can you stop launching? Can you stop? Yeah, shows, yeah. Please? At some point, like rationality has to take hold. <laughs> It's like, why, why are we letting him just launch yeah. take nukes into the air for fun? Well, he he's not doing it for fun. He his people think those are hitting. He's telling the, oh, South, the North Koreans. Yeah, he'll he'll show on the TV there like San Francisco, but edit it to be like blown up. He's telling them so that they these have missiles. No concept of like no. anyone retaliating. Now I suspect that they do. I suspect at at a North Korean dinner table, they all talk about how silly this all is. But I could be wrong. Because they did in Russia, they do. I would they not do in China. In North Korea, because again, we've talked about when Faith was here about how petty I am. If someone's like, "Willie, there, there's mics recording," I'm like, "Let those motherfuckers listen. I got some shit to say." Like, yeah. it just wouldn't last long. Yeah, I, I suspect the average person there suspects that this is kind of silly. They're like, "Don't you think this is a little bit irresponsible?" <laughs> right, right, exactly. This is kind of bullshit. This is a load of barnacles. That's everyday North Korean. He's like, "This is." He wasn't even supposed but, to be here today. If he if he if he blows up Guam like he threatened to do, he's a dead man, and I believe he's at least has enough rationality in him that he doesn't want to die. We've also said it to him. So he essentially, knows. all of this political maneuvering is just it's it's for his people. It's got yeah, he's yeah, not correct, actually going to act on any of this no, stuff. Yeah. yeah, and that's how he's been doing it for a long time. He's doing he's, it. It's he's, a show. he's literally a god. Yeah, in that so country. He's showing off so his god like powers. Be known, dude. But he know, and people say he's crazy. He knows he's a liar. <laughs> I firmly believe he knows he's a liar. He's been to Switzerland. He's been throughout Europe. He's seen the West. Well, his, he, his dad has never seen here? the West. No, he didn't go to college here. But I think he's he may have visited the soil here once. I, I, one of his kids did. I, one of his kids did. Yeah. Oh, maybe I'm right. thinking. So okay. he, his dad and his grandpa never saw they their the name West. When they come out but here, yeah, they do. But he has. So he knows. He knows it's a farce. That's a movie I would watch. Yeah. 
about an awkward uh, teenage son of a North Korean dictator, like going to high school in America. Losing or something. his virginity. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just coming back. With I'm it. pretty sure if you're in the Un family there, that you have your choice of the women there. It's like, have you seen Coming to America? Uh-uh. Oh, it's a classic. That movie's fucking incredible. One of the uh, like, well, just the opening scene is like it's Eddie Murphy and he's from like a, a rich African uh, family, mm-hmm. and he's like the prince. And like the opening is him like in a, like a hot tub or whatever, and this girl just like comes up out of the water and is like the royal penis is clean, your highness. And he's like, why, thank you. <laughs> One of the most fascinating things about North Korea was like. Um, Kim Jong Il's dad, I believe it was. Yeah, the, the original one, the yeah, grandpa, right? Kidnapped uh, a guy who made Godzilla-style guy in monster suit movies from South Korea, in what I would, I'm guessing, was like the 40s or 50s. Still, it was black and white movies he was making. Kidnapped him and his long divorced wife, forced them to come over to North Korea and make similar Godzilla-style monster movies, but that also served as propaganda for North North Korea. And there's like a, a book about it, and I think they're making they've been working on like a movie about it because it's like, eventually uh, him and his wife like reconciled because they didn't know anyone else in North Korea obviously, and they were scared for their lives. So right. it's like, and she was an actress in his movies before they got divorced, and it's just like that's so fascinating to me because it'd be like if, uh, you know, the president got like Roger Corman or somebody to make uh, propaganda films. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that's that I don't know. Just the the history <coughs> through the, the through the lens of filmmaking is fascinating to me. Yeah. Right. So, so with the new sanctions, he and all his buddies aren't going to be able to live as large as they have been before. Well, yet aren't they the biggest export in fucking coal? So they added an ex- more tax. The biggest export. Well, I mean, their exports on coal are the, yeah, taxed yeah, right, more right. now. They are, yeah, because there, there's a lot of coal mines there. Yeah, with all the slave labor. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask this: What's the best case scenario? Oh, that's a, there, that's quite. A, we can spend an hour on that. Well, what, what you do when after? Well, it's here's the thing. If North Korea ends up nuking one of our allies, then we just send in 100,000 Marines and take down their whole country within yeah, a day. Yeah, sure. But then what happens? What happens after that is yeah, that's the horrible. whole thing. Well, but who, where do we send the people? How do we help the people? <laughs> what about their allies? Do they have allies anymore? Presumably yeah. South Korea, because they because the people of North Korea are are largely. How innocent. could you integrate them? Yeah, here's the thing. You could. That's what I'm saying. It would yeah. be South Koreans. It's like a real life like Hunger Games. Yeah, type South of thing. Koreans yeah. now. They really don't give a shit about North Korea. They're just annoying. But, like, the older right. generation... I don't think about it all that often. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure it's well, I mean other than the threat of death, but, yeah. It's just like, oh, yeah, those fucking weird people. Yeah, and I imagine the average North Korean hates a South Korea. Hates South Korea. They would probably oh, well, rather... Yeah, I'm sure that's... They'd probably li- rather live in Somalia than South Korea, even after the dictator Well, fell. I mean, like, it's like the same thing with Berlin or whatever in like, the yeah. 80s. It's like, you're not going to be a fan of somebody who's living on the opposite side of a wall yeah. or water or whatever. Just... Like wow, they're they're literally just like us. They're from the same country, but they're living so much better. Yeah, like, yep. yeah, I get it. And then the thing is too is like te- technology has gotten so more advanced now that people are starting to get more laptops and yeah. cell phones, yeah, yeah, and they're no, starting I, I to see how good it is yes. out in the real There's world. There's an amazing moment in the Vice documentary where they go uh, with the Harlem Globetrotters and Dennis Rodman to North Korea, and they show them in like. What I think is meant to be like a, a government, like, uh, like kind of like how, how you can go to use the computers for free at a library, mm-hmm. and you see like every computer has a person in front of it. Half the people are just staring at a Google blank screen. <laughs> There's a couple of people that are just typing randomly, like okay. not actually yeah, typing words or anything. Said, you're going to sit here. Yeah, you're gonna yeah that's, this is your job yeah. is to act like you know how to use a computer. And they would come up and they would talk to people like, so you're using a computer? And he's like, oh, uh, yes, I come in here to do my business. And they're just staring at a blank Google screen. It's, it's so crazy. It's like what? something from a fucking movie. It's so crazy. They don't know that, that we can catch up. Like, why aren't you searching anything? 
That's what I'm saying. They have. They, it's so. Maybe they do. Maybe they don't. I don't know. They have no idea how someone uses a computer. So they. It'd be like if yeah, you didn't know how to sure read and you were holding a book computer, upside down yeah. and someone's like, "You're not really like, reading if you that." Want it to be believable, have them on their Facebook or YouTube or something like that. But obviously, they can't have a Facebook. They, or yeah, though you can't. And also, let's be honest. If you're in North Korea, what are you looking up on Google? Like, Supreme Leader. Yeah, exactly. You'd be you'd be like reading his bio or something. Right, 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 right. Like, I bet you dabbing is banned in Korea. Like, if not, it should be. Wait, wasn't there? Didn't dabbing get banned in like Russia or something? No, it's it's banned in Pakistan or something. Some musician dabbed on stage and they fucking took him to jail, like instantly. You can't see it, but I'm dabbing right now. Well, in Venezuela, they heard it because you smacked the fuck out of the mic. That's <laughs> <laughs> for it's for all Clean our dabbing dab. brothers out there. They, they were trying to ban the Clean song dab. Despacito in Venezuela because they thought it was like the song of so the annoying. resistance there or something. <laughs> it was something like that. Lyrically, I, I only I only read the headline. To Lyrically, be fair, what is that song about? Because obviously, I, I don't. D- Des- could you make Despacitos, a? I guess. Could I you make that? Cl- like, could you make a a rational claim saying that that could be for a revolution? Do you think? Are you I, looking at I'm the sure, lyrics? I'm sure. I'm sure you can't, but. <laughs> But if they use it that way, I don't know. That's fair. Yeah. I don't even know if any of that's real. It's a it's a weird place. Venezuela. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not going to be a place for much longer. No. Very, that's. Very I sad. just feel like, how do they not have? Why can't we give them food? Why aren't we sending them food of all the? Because the government will just take it. Oh, okay. Like, see, I have the mind of a child. To, yeah. So right. I don't understand why a simple. <laughs> oh, Despacito literally translates as slowly. Okay. Oh. So maybe they're like slowly we will rise or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's just they have a, a like insane like semi dictator there essentially. And that's a Justin Bieber song remix. Song. Remix, yeah. He so he heard. I, Faith was telling me this. Okay, so I, I may, my next question was going to be, how do you know all I this? I may botch this, but like he heard that like some guy made that song. Justin Bieber heard it at a nightclub or something and loved it and was like, "Fly this guy out to me right now." And then just and remixed lo- it. Yeah, yeah, yeah remixed it. Wow. I, Interesting. I, I hope I told that in some way accurately. But. I feel like that's my, you told it inaccurately. On my list of uh, geopolitical co- political concerns, my next right after North Korea is what's going on with R. Kelly's uh, sex oh. his sex cult. <laughs> Ring or whatever, I don't yeah. know. That, is there any piss involved in this one? I think he's over that. Well, there's always piss involved. How could there not Kelly? be piss involved? You're right. He's a notorious <laughs> piss right. enthusiast. Fucking what? That's Water sports. <laughs> huh? Oh, is this breaking news for you? Guys? What? Breaking news. He has like a sex cult essentially, where the, one of the Same. defining factors of a cult is where the people that are in the cult are not allowed to contact their family members, and when they are, it's kept very brief, and they don't say much, and they say like, "I'm fine. Don't worry about me." Which is what's happening right now. With several families uh, are. Finding out that like their children, daughters are are living with R. Kelly and are not like allowed to contact them, or if they in a world where they are, which let's be honest, it's, it's more likely that there's a cult situation happening. They're being very like hush hush about what's going on. Which I'm why confu- why can't they leave? I'm confused. Um, I don't I don't understand. Well, oh, I mean, you could say that about an abusive uh, or too good. Well, R. Kelly's not going to murder them. I mean, he's a high profile. R. Kelly might not, but I mean, oh, okay, that's could, fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, like yeah. But I, I would love to see where where that ends up. I'm really curious to, to know more about that. Can I get a documentary on that? Probably. I'm sure you will. You can you can be that hero. Golden showers. <laughs> the R. Kelly story. Yeah. It's a bit too obvious, but I like it. Well, you know, you R. Kelly know is pissed off. True. I just feel like if you you walk in front of a news camera and say I'm I'm like being held in a sex cult, the world will rally around you, right? There's gotta. You see, um, 
a bunch of people were like trying to sue Usher because he they claimed yes. he gave them herpes. Yeah, I saw that. Really? Too. <laughs> but like, did you see the people that are claiming he did that? Yeah, they they're like don't not, look. Like, yeah, they're not at all. I mean, no offense, neither am I. But like, well, I'm not also claiming that I had sex with Usher. So. Isn't part of so, his onstage antics that he pulls people on stage? Yeah, he pulls and a random person on stage and like dry humps them or like gives them a lap dance. You know, you know, some men go for quantity over quality. That's a, that's a winning yeah, but scenario. I feel like if you're, okay, so if you're, again, I'm not if you're in it to, to win it, dude, to disrespect any women, but mm-hmm. I feel like if you're Usher with that burn, you know what I mean? I guess literally he's talking about his herpes burn now. Like, it makes more sense. <laughs> Let it burn, dude. Let it burn. Burn came on. Uh, so is your argument that they're lying because he could sleep with someone more? Attractive? I'm saying it could be a Cosby situation, which, by the way, uh, like no one's talking about anymore. Of course not. It's it's very. <laughs> of course they're not. We're getting to shaky ground now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was clear on my opinion on this from the start. I think I'm on record as well. More than once. More than once. More than yeah. Once, yeah. I'll admit defeat on that one. Go yeah. for it. Uh, well, I mean, I, I still can't tell you where he did whether he did anything or not. But. I can tell you what the the court threw it out. So. Yeah. Yeah. I heard you're supposed to go on a... When the judge laughs at the situations like this is. Too well, no, the jury was deadlocked, wasn't it? Like split. I think, that unless I'm confusing something else. I don't remember. We f- I feel like we could easily look this up, but... Ah, I don't want to. We'll get to it's, it's, better, <laughs> it's better organic. The point was that if you're Usher and you're like a multi-platinum artist and you're a, almost... Yeah. You're like multi-billion... Not billion. Multi-millionaire. You have, you have all the money in the world. You have all the... Well, don't talent. forget, too, uh, speaking of Justin Bieber, Usher signed Justin Bieber, yeah, so he's got right. all of Justin Bieber's money, too. Exactly. Yeah. Not to mention, he's just one of like the top producers in, uh, like, or production people. So, so you think his... I'm thinking that you can, at a concert... Of five to fifteen thousand people, you could probably do a little bit better than what the people that are claiming that he gave them herpes. Like, the girl is like this obese. Yeah, but maybe that's what he's into. Well, Uh, Willie's point, I think, was going to be that she on the video was like, "I'm very health conscious" or something. It's like, really? Well, what she's saying. Okay, so here's why I was a little like confused and upset by the video. Not upset. It doesn't affect my day at all. But I was like, what? Uh, she goes up there with a uh, district attorney, and she's going like. So you think uh, she's just trying to get some money out yes, of them? Yeah. Because she's not positive for herpes. See, this well, is that's interesting. It's, <laughs> it, she goes, "I'm one of three people that are pursuing Usher to come out and say. First of all, he's never publicly admitted he has it. Second of all, uh, there's a man and a woman who did get herpes from somebody after they had sexual relations with him. This lady is up there, and she's like." My name is, and I, I don't even want to know, I don't know what her name is, but she's, like, super obese and all that. She's got to be, like, 400 pounds. Like, I'm not even being disrespectful or rude or whatever. But right. she goes, uh, I have two children, and my health is very important to me. And it's like, no, it's not, first of all. And second of all, she goes, I'm not positive, but I did have sexual encounter with him, and uh, I could have easily been positive and all this stuff like that. And I'm going... Uh, well, the, uh, what what, is very what ground, Well, yeah, right, but on what grounds is she suing him, then? That uh, because it's like legally you need to tell like if you, if I have sexual relations with someone and sure. they have herpes they by law have to tell me I, I get that she's making the argument that he didn't state that case but there's no damn let's say done. even if yeah. he had right? herpes and even if she got it from him how could you prove prove that it was from him and not yeah. someone else it's because uh, she does have two children it could be which from is why that Iverson partner of the right children right. because they're like like the Alan Iverson <laughs> documentary on Netflix is really good like it's more of like a true crime case where. That's a 30 a, for 30, right? What? That's a 30 no, for 30. No, there's more than one. Yeah. Oh, okay. This one's more about that than it is about his basketball career. And it's like, he was at a bowling alley in like 10th grade, and he's like an all-star basketball player. Everybody knows who he is. They like literally thousands of people. Like they sell at their high school show games or whatever. 
and he's in a bowling alley and a fight breaks out. And in the video, you can clearly see Allen Iverson wearing his jersey going, oh, fuck, there's a fight, and he walks out the door. When the cops came, they arrested him, and everyone in the bowling alley claims that he's the one that started the fight, and not only that, he attacked three different people. So it has a lot more to do with the name and notoriety of the person than it does with anything else. Essentially, there was one person there everyone knew by name, so like, oh, it was that That's guy. That's exactly it. Okay. And I think this might be like, oh, uh, I was I was at the concert with Usher. He pulled me on stage. I must have had <clears throat> sexual relations with him. I think it's something like that. I, I'll bring it up again when it more comes yeah. out, but I'm like, Usher, how did you get herpes, man? Well, I don't know. I mean, I know how you by mean. having a lot of unprotected sex. The... Protect yourself. Lest I was like watching Cribs where every rapper would pull out their drawer like, this is where all the magic happens, but not without protection. And then like, they pull out like a shitload of condoms. <laughs> so. Faith was telling me about this new thing. I keep calling it ghosting, but I know that's wrong. It's something else where like the no, guy... Is, I think that's what it's called, no. where the guy pulls the condom off. Yeah, no, but ghosting is like when you don't text someone. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. they call that, it's the same thing No, sex. no, no, it's different, because I always say ghosting and she corrects me. Text her right now. Okay, it's called Caspering. I guarantee you, <laughs> Casper. Shout out to our new sponsor, Casper Mattress. Just a friendly ghost. It's, it's terrifying. I know what you're talking about, right. It's terrifying as a man going like, Rob, why would you do this? Like, why? That, that's my question is, why, why would you do this? It's the act is during sex, you, you, you start the sex with a condom, and towards the middle or the end, I don't know how long that is for you guys, probably like three minutes for me, but. Uh, you pull off the condom without her knowing in in, in three minutes is the middle or, or in the middle of three minutes. Uh, so a minute excuse 50 me. or a minute that <laughs> certainly not the point, but, but valid. Huh. Fair question. Interesting. Minute and 30 is what I meant to say. I was thinking money, 150 to if you had 150 twice, 300, 150 roses. I'm not good at man. Remind me of that video of the wrestling one where he's like, I know 66 and two thirds. Yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> the one is like, if we're going 60 miles per hour, how long does no, it take to go 60 miles? Oh, yeah. No, it's the, it's the one wrestling. This guy's doing like a, a big like uh, wrestling monologue. And he's like, you t- he's like, you only got like a 33 and one thirds chance of winning. You multiply that by me and this other guy. And it's just like, it's it, like it goes 0% on. 0% chance. He's like, now you add uh, Macho Man Randy Savage to that equation. He's like, now you have 77 and two fifteenths third chance of losing. Like, the numbers don't lie, and they spell disaster. <laughs> it's, it's pretty great. Yeah. Yikes. I can't believe you haven't seen that. I haven't seen that. Uh, we'll well, I was by. watching that with Nick, who's really good at math, and he said he already has, like, two two sentences in the math doesn't make sense anymore. <laughs> the first, like, extra number. Who would have thought a wrestler yeah. wouldn't be a math genius? Um, but anywho, did, did you get any responses yet? She didn't respond. Uh, we're going to go ahead and call it ghosting, I guess, for the sake of discussion, but I know that's wrong. We'll, we'll correct it it's when like, she replies, because I feel like that will... Stealthing. It's stealthing. stealthing. That's what it is. Okay. Stealthing. Let me look it up. Some CQC shit. Just to get a clear Urban dictionary? Yes, sir. And this is a, a fad? I, 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 that's that's the only way I can describe it. To what it. end? You're like, I'll I mean, show her. I don't know anyone that's done it or wants stories. to. It's like, but the fact that it has its own name implies to me that there, there's some community. The stealthing community. The stealthing like community, R of slash, Yeah, R slash stealthing. What? Okay, so Yikes. the Urban Dictionary, which is trust, more trustful than not when it comes to like modern like Lingo. Stealthing is when a man removes a condom during sex despite agreeing to wear one so that he can come inside the other person without their knowledge. So he just wants to father? Yeah, so <laughs> like, well, that's very ignorant to do. I don't understand it. There, I mean, it's fucking weird. The, the most, <clears throat> most things in life you can see someone else's like, sure. see, but yeah. I'm just totally lost the on this The sentence is he got beat for stealthing after she said no sex without a condom. 
I think maybe it's like a, I'm being disobedient. You're like, I, you're like, no condom. In what world do these guys live in where they can just be like d- d- dictating the terms of the sex? In the same world where I, I, there's a genre of porn called accidental cream pies, which is just like the funniest thing ever. <laughs> yeah, except they're all fake. Uh, it's kind of a Yeah, bummer. they are. <laughs> it, I, I agree with Rob. Completely. <laughs> just real talk. Yeah. No, I, I get that it was fake. I don't know. Did anyone believe, think it was real? I mean, I'd like to see a real version. Well, yeah, me too. A, I'd, like, uh, I'd like to fan to that. There's a porn job called Fake fucks. Taxi. In no way, shape, or form are any of those people really going for a ride. I mean, they get one. What? <laughs> Don't ruin no this. No way. For the podcast <laughs> listeners, Ralph just made is it real? Surprise face. tell me Santa Claus isn't real. Oh, man. I got bad news for you. Or like, no. <laughs> Santa's real. <laughs> But I like that. That shit's just funny because like, oops, sorry, darling. Like, I can't believe you've done this. If Santa's real, he owes me a lot of back pay. That's all. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> no, he knows what you do. Dude. <laughs> and a he lot of fucking you. cookies. He sees you when you're sleeping, <laughs> yeah. Ralph, but when you're not sleeping, and he, especially he when you're masturbating. You. Yep. And he sees you in that break room too. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> he sees you on that toilet in the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> Santa sees where you finish. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Anywho. Yeah, so stealthing that, is disrespectful to yourself and the female. Oh yeah, Have some respect. it's just a, it's su- it's such a lose lose. It's incomprehensible to me. Now, as a married man and you're planning on having kids, it's a fun joke. Don't do it though. No, I, I would it's, never it's, do no, that. Not you, I mean, as a in, in oh, in general, just putting that out there. Okay, whoever out there is is married and they want to have kids, it's a fun joke. Like, do you, uh, my question is. When you when you perform that act, do you, do you acknowledge it afterwards like stealthing or you got stealth? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I would finger guns stealth that hoe. I would think you'd have to the way that you would Kobe, you know. Like, do you, yeah. I mean, I feel like you you should have the dignity to then purchase her a one of those Plan B pills, right? Like, yeah. Well, like what? what? Or does that crush the whole purpose? Oh, I don't, I don't know. Is that is that what, is that the? I don't know. See, we need to interview. If you're into stealthing, oh please, we yes. need stealthing. Please. please hit us up, and we'll please. get to the bottom of this. What's the satisfaction? Is it the fact that you you did it without her knowing, or the That's fact you, that you're not per, perhaps the? Couldn't you just pull out? Like you I mean it doesn't work, but like you could try. Well, I, I presume in the scenario the the girl has told you that you have to use a condom she or it's not happening. No way. No way. Right. Which is smart on her part. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. If, uh, now, if you're a girl and you're into stealthing, how do you? <laughs> well, no, by definition, you can't. You how can't, do you request yeah. that? I, it's I guess definitional. You can't. You just keep it to yourself, I guess. Like, like you can't. Like, I wish she would stealth me. The but... idea of stealthing is you getting away with it. Right, yeah, but right. I mean, there's no reason a girl couldn't be into that. <laughs> I think there is because they can't. They can't know. I mean, logically, there's no reason a guy would be into that. So, it's uh, very irresponsible. I guess so. You, you, <laughs> I can't believe you've done. <laughs> See. These are the even, questions, dude. I don't even know where I am anymore. As, as a what screenwriter, you just you gotta come at it from every you angle. Know a stealthing horror movie? <laughs> that is a horror movie. So like so so, so every victim gets stealth. I, well, I was gonna say the the next step of this is like when when does the the first hit single about stealthing come out? Like oh my whoop, god, stealth that hoe. Oh, no. <laughs> you know that's coming out. Like oh you're gonna be Christ. the one to make it. Yeah, stealth that. Yeah. The last thing it needs is to be celebrated like that. We'll make it. Now, 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 the, the other thing is, is it, is it a crime to do that? Have uh, you, that's a good it, point. Like, that is you, a good question. Is that rape? Wait, forcibly no, impregnating? Unless it's actually a crime, so I don't see what well, happens. Well, it's fine. Yeah. It, I'm not talking about like, by logic, but I mean by like, yeah. law. I, I, feel like, yeah, a, a, I feel like in a court situation, you could argue that's rape. I mean, yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't fall under Especially if you were clear. 
Yeah, okay, if she's going, hey, I don't want to have children, and I also want to be protected. Yeah, possible, like, like Your Honor, she seemed like she was into stealth. <laughs> I, she winked at me. She's like, yeah. I got to wear a condom. Yeah. I don't think there's any... You couldn't see it, but I winked. You could argue I propose we have a new law against that. Yeah, because I don't want any of my brothers go, you know, mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't Brothers in Christ? It's, or not, it's not a smart way to go back. Why, you're so concerned this. that I'm going to do this for some reason? You I keep My brothers, not you. My friends, family. <laughs> okay, well... <laughs> Our listeners. Joel, are you stealthing? I could be forgiven for... Have you had the talk with Joel yet about stealthing? <laughs> You're like, look... He needs to know. <laughs> well, I need to have another talk before I have the stealthing talk. <laughs> Although, I bet... It's more likely that his generation's, like, fucked up in the head that will do that. Like, I can just see Joel and he's like, my friend said he stealthed his girlfriend the other day. <laughs> it's like, so he ruined his life. I can't wait till Joel starts talking like Seth Rogen. Phew. <laughs> he already does. <laughs> Just, anyway, just strange. I'm not a fan of that. I no, I'm not, no. and it's just it's so puzzling to I me. I have a, a more upbeat for us, not positive for the criminal. You have okay. morals. So you would say. You this headline: That's Man steals Splash Kingdom go kart, drives yeah. around <laughs> San Bernardino movie theater parking lot. <laughs> My fucking hero. Just, yeah. he's got, he got the blue number 19. Well, let's just explain. If you don't know what Splash Kingdom is, let's That's, get let's uh let's do a full. It's story a water park. Oh, well, okay, there's a... All right, full story. In Redlands, <laughs> no. there's a theme park slash water park slash arcade it's a called water park Pharaoh's out of the year. Lost Kingdom slash Flash Kingdom. And not much of one. And someone stole a go-kart from this place in Redlands, and then... Now, my question is, okay. when they stole it, did they drive it out? That was what I was going to say. Put it on a truck? Did they drive the go-kart from Redlands to San Bernardino, or did they load it on the back of a truck? <laughs> did they take the freeway? Was it just did mid they just mid-race? They just drove off the track? Yeah, and just... it's like, I'm out of here, bitch. Stealth. Later, suckers. <laughs> Uh, what the funniest part about this though is—is is there also the hoses kinked? Is there any way that, that can be? Remedied? You feeling kinky, dude? So San Bernardino uh, police investigated a unique vehicle theft after they found some driving around. Uh, Jesus Christ! After they found someone driving around San Bernardino movie theater parking lot, which it's very clearly the Regal that we go to. I was saying Regal, it's yeah. On Fourth Street. You got pretty far. I think That's what I'm saying. Did he drive? Situation. Oh, okay. Two probably lifted it was in. it a Fast and Furious situation? <laughs> Were they getting a new shipment of, of fucking go karts? But in? why the movie some. theater parking lot? <laughs> of have all places? Yeah, like, you gotta have a lot of room to do donuts, dude. Oh, true. True. It says the powdered blue cart with the number 19 uh, on the front was stolen from a fenced-off area in Splash Kingdom around 6 p.m. Sunday's official said. Official said it turned up two hours later and six miles away in downtown San Bernardino, being driven by Jeremiah Gerke, 29 of San Bernardino. <laughs> Said San Bernardino Police Lieutenant Vicky Cervantes. Now, my first reaction when you told me about this and you and you told me that he was 29 years old was like, you know, as a 27-year-old, I often think, like, you need to quit fucking around, get your life together, quit making bad decisions. And then I hear about a guy doing some full-on teenage shit, like stealing a fucking <laughs> go-kart. It's not like he stole a car or to, to, like, sell and then make money off of to live and feed his family. He stole a fucking go-kart. Like show it off. Yeah, just to be an asshole lot. to then go to then go do fucking donuts in a movie theater parking lot. Well, and not only and get caught. Donuts, he was harassing the security guards who were trying to stop him, and he was flipping them off and driving <laughs> it into donuts. I like, see when I when I picture that in my mind, I like to imagine that he's driving around. Someone runs up to him, he slows down until they get real close, and then takes off again. Like ha, fucker, stealth, and then just keeps driving, and then stealth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we have a podcast. Title. Stealth, dude. <laughs> 
Gang initiations have gotten a lot more creative. <laughs> gang shit. The most whimsical gang <laughs> in the game right Sign now. Sign me up. <laughs> the gang steals a go-kart? Yeah. Go-kart gang. That's an episode we're going to have to write. Spec script there. Consider it written. Um, so shall it be written? Here's where it gets worse, Rob. He's like, I, I don't, I'm 27, I need to get my shit together. He was on probation. Okay. Oh, no. earlier crimes. That so, leads me to believe, what if he just wanted to get back in jail? Yeah. But there's got to be an easier way. Also, there's got to be a better one way. would think also news must have been slow this day because this is literally like a 400 word like story it's what, a blurb. What, who, 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 did, who carried the story uh this was yeah get the guy from the sun washington the post sun. Okay. who who who, yeah, who, who wrote this, this, okay uh, this was by beatrice uh venezuela that was her that breakthrough was, story was, dude like, that's what put her on the map. Do you yeah. think writing that story, she she was like, "This is oh, this, this is this is the one." Story to come <laughs> breakthrough. Out yeah, this is going to give me that promotion. Since that San Bernardino shooting, this is probably the best thing they've had. Best thing since Zodiac, dude. Goes. Uh, so, I I mean, that's a dumbass thing to do. You probably would end up on probation for something like that, and maybe some fines. And all I, I would have to guess there was many drugs involved. I was, in my next question was going to be, was meth involved? It, it would have to be. Well, no, because that would be listed in here, I would imagine. They're probably like, he's under the We do reside in and around the meth capital. That's something the DA would release. Is there a picture yeah, of the guy yeah, that did it? I suppose. Does he is there a picture of the man? Do we have a name? Just uh, Jeremiah Gurky. Yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Free Jerry, dude. Free Jerry. <laughs> Free the Gurk. Um... Uh, Pre-Gerkster. Gerky was booked into West Valley Detention Center in Rancho Cucamonga with bail set at $50,000. The price of a go-kart. I was going to say, sell that go-kart. <laughs> that go-kart's only worth like 800 bucks. I know. Do you want to see the picture of it? Sure. Again, this is the kind of whimsical crime that just makes me think of like raising Arizona. Where yeah, it's totally, just like, totally. it's, it's just like, oh, Gerky. <laughs> Can't believe you did Sweet it again. boy, Gerky. It's like the Let shittiest go-kart I've ever that seen. That belongs in the San Bernardino Museum. Oh, man. <laughs> It's no Autopia vehicle. <laughs> no, it's not. My question though is like, you could take out a mean ankle with that thing because totally. it's got a little bar on the bottom of it, so you like, it's like the bumper. Yeah, bar. did the police have to draw weapons to get this man to stop? God, I hope so. <laughs> you know, drive by. They're tasing him. He's just like, <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> pit maneuver, pit maneuver. <laughs> throwing red shells. Spin him out. Yep. Bumping into real cars. Do, do we know? As he drives by? <laughs> do we know what his what he was on probation? What his for? MO was? <laughs> no, that's what I wanted to find out. Though. Yeah. Okay. Um, you could probably just look up his name. Like are, those yeah, are all like public. I think. Does that count as grand theft or yeah. Yeah. grand theft? Yeah. Grand theft oh yeah. What's, what's the opposite? Take, it's if over. You take a car and move it fifteen feet. Well, it's grand it, what's the opposite of grand though? Petty theft. So petty theft auto. Like grand larceny. I guess if you still want to play that probably game. a bicycle or something. Petty theft auto would be a good title for this <laughs> one as well. Because it, isn't it? It's grand theft if it's over like five hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah. So any car, so pretty much. So yeah, any car is pretty much. Except for my Camaro, which CarMax gave me five hundred dollars for. Just barely made <laughs> the minimum for it. Jesus. Well, the, it, it, not all the cylinders were fired. Oh, Christ. Yeah. that's fair. Very Same. Sad. In the guy's brain or in the car? Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Woo. Let me look up this boy's name. You guys go ahead and talk. Um, How do you follow um, that? Yeah. Can we? Should we talk about uh, the arsonist? That I knew from high school. Oh, tell me oh tell yeah, me. I don't have all the details. You on posted that. that, and a lot of people responded. So I assume a lot of them knew who he was. Okay, so, like public school. So <laughs> this a lot of arson, apparently. there's been a lot of fires in the Inland Empire recently, like within the span a lot of, of understanding. There's been eight. Yeah, within the span of like four weeks, oh, and I uh, 
They've fi- all been contained very rapidly. Though, yeah. That's why. But and also, if you don't know, like the Inland Empire catches on fire pretty frequently. Yeah. yeah during the summer, it's just a fucking inferno. Yeah, I think they used to like a hundred years ago refer to this as like the fi- Smoky Valley or something, Smoky. like something like that. Right. So this guy. It's more to do with meth than anything. I think. <laughs> so this guy I went to couldn't to high school with uh, was arrested for arson. Because cameras had caught him, his car and his license plate around each and every side of the fire. So they finally arrested him. The whole, <laughs> this Okay, so this kid, he got uh, fined for public indecency during high school for pissing in the parking lot. Interesting. So he's not a very smart boy. No. <laughs> and what's even funnier is he wanted to be a firefighter when he grew up. Of course. So he's like, you gotta go where the fires are. Yeah, I yeah. guess he was in that fire explorer program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he aged out. Did he live in the mountains by any chance? No, he lived in Highland. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's just super funny that I just know this guy from high school, and he just did, did you up, actually know him. I didn't know him, but I knew of him. You knew of him, okay? Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Football jock, and and every single person that posted this like about this story was just like, "Wow, this is so terrible." But I mean. Was we, anyone, we all was, knew it. Yeah, was anyone surprised? <laughs> no. Everyone was just like, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but it's just super funny that, like, you see people getting pregnant all the time, and then now I'm seeing a lot of people get married, and then I just see this guy commit arson. It makes you feel a lot better <laughs> about uh, Yeah, it does. Again, yeah. When the you big see, three, really. Whenever yeah. you're down on yourself and your position in life, and you're like, well, I could be an arson who wanted to be a firefighter. He became that which he hated, dude. Yeah. You're right. You know, I wonder... Is that, is that a keep your enemies closer huh? scenario? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you got to understand yeah, the fire, he, brother. This The last fire that happened in Highland, he was at the scene of where the fire was. I wonder if he like showed up an hour later like, oh my God, what's happening? I'm sure he did. I'm sure Too bad did. you didn't hire me to be on the firefighting team <laughs> you know, or whatever. That, that might have been like, sure like he, he aged out of the program, so he's just well, like, I'm, well, I'm, what am I going to do? I'm mad he was just a pyromaniac. Yeah, I would assume that too. Well, just gets off on the one that. article yeah. I read said that like they tend to come back because like they want to see. Yeah, you gotta like oh, yeah, that's every crime. Work, right? Yeah. It's just like geez. Presumably, if you're an arson, you're lighting fires because you like the way they look. So you're like, well, I gotta go look at. It. I'm not gonna light it and walk away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you like, think like in his search history, there's just like YouTube video like the great dank fires? Fire. <laughs> He's just jerking it to like fire yeah. videos. He's like top ten fire dude. clips. Backdraft is so fucking good. I love that yeah. movie. <laughs> He goes on SoundCloud. He looks up fire. Yeah. Fire YouTube. beats, dude. His favorite. It's like most used emojis. The fire. His screensaver is the little fireplace. Right. <laughs> and then I guess Monday he uh, had not plead guilty. So if he's convicted, he gets 19 years in state prison. How do you? For eight counts of arson and one so cause of bodily harm is, to someone. Is arson a violent crime? Well, it, well. Here's count? the thing. It depends on the damage done. Yeah. Here's the thing. A firefighter broke his leg while fighting that fire oh, too. So he has. So I'm, I'm curious whether he'll get out in two weeks. Because if you're not in for a violent crime. Well, I mean, the firefighter breaking his leg is. is a lot of money. Yeah, it's. Because you have to get, uh, well, I'm, account I'm sure, for labor sure for the firefighters. Yeah. You have to count for damage. No, done. I know the gas yeah. and all those planes that are flying over, putting out the oh, fires. Yeah. I mentioned those people could have been fighting real fires. Yeah, that, yeah. like well, I mean, not that it wasn't a real fire, but it's like like genuine fires. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, like, yeah. We were watching natural fires. Well, meaning fires. You yeah. over one time where like Steve-O from Jackass, I guess, climbed a um, like uh, was when he climbed a billboard outside SeaWorld. Yeah, no, he, it wasn't even near SeaWorld. He said it was stupid because he was it was like twenty miles away from SeaWorld. It was on like a scaffolding for a construction in like downtown LA or some shit. Yeah, and they said <laughs> not quite twenty miles from SeaWorld. I don't know. Okay. He said it wasn't even close, <coughs> but uh, he 
ended up not he got on probation for it, but he ended up having to pay like five hundred thousand dollars for the labor of the firefighters for the. You think Steven has five hundred thousand dollars to blow on something like that? Probably right. I would. Oh yeah. yeah. That's probably that's probably why they charged him. Man. It was just some rando dude. Well, with, if like, it's on a celebrity, they like to make an example. Yeah. I wonder why they wouldn't make him go to like uh, counseling or something mental. <laughs> Who. Uh, no, because you know, it was a protest, like so I think it, it wasn't like a mental... Well, it doesn't mean it was mentally sound. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. If anything... <laughs> I feel like he's been to therapy before in his life. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, going back, uh, the charges include eight counts of arson and one count of causing great bodily injury. Okay, yeah, so I think I think they tacked that on. Yeah, it's probably valid, too, but to yep. keep make sure he doesn't get out like super early. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. I, I I have no idea if there's going to be a bail or anything. I think he's just going to go straight to trial. Well, it would depend on his priors. We'll have to keep tabs on that. Cause well, he, he, he has the public indecency priors. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's fair, yeah. That's a good point. What's his name? Jared, Jared Samra. It's public info now. So. How old is he? 23. 23? Wow. Yeah. What's his, so, uh, yeah. What's his last name? S-A-M-R-A. Samra? Yeah. Samra? J-A-R-R-A-B. Oh, look who popped up. The guy you're looking for? Yep. <laughs> you should see his booking photo. He looks <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> he's just like, huh? <laughs> he looks like Sean Corgan, kind of. <laughs> Show the boys the picture. Uh, yeah. Actually, hold on, I get it. Dead air. Dead Great ice. white shark sighting triggers closure of two mile stretch of the ocean. That guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Um, but yeah. If you see something, <laughs> if you see something, say something, please. <laughs> I want to do that now. Also, Fire Explorer just tells me that he's like a 13 year old. Yeah, right. He's like, I'm yeah, just that, exploring that's fire. A, I, mean, I was going to say, maybe he was doing exactly what he loved <laughs> yeah. exploring fires. Just exploring the consequences of lighting fires. Jared Samro, 23, was charged with one count of arson causing great bodily injury to eight counts of arson, and eight, including eight counts of arson on a structure of a forest in connection yeah. with the fires of the Yeah, you, you have like that, that base charge, and then you add little add ons to it. So mm-hmm. you do like one arson with the, the add on. Well, it's one of those things where they know for sure he did that one. Yeah. They're like, there was also eight other ones very close by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And they caught his license plate around each and every one of them. Yeah. So, so an amateur mistake. He's, he's if pr- convicted, he could face up to 19 years in prison. Which means he'll, in California, he'd only serve about nine of them. But he would, still, yeah, he'd only serve half, even under like most extreme conditions. But. That's still a lot. Extreme conditions. Um. He was already a suspect before that fire, as investigators found multiple pieces of evidence, even to prior to even prior to that. This is worded weird. Uh, tying him to the string of wildfires in recent weeks, including the one in which a firefighter broke his leg. District Attorney Mike Ramos said, I've heard that name before, uh, these eight fires uh, took place during similar times of day and were all near roadways, officials said at the conference. Oh, what if you did that one up in, um, by my by our house in Beaumont? Yeah, that's, I think that's the one where they found his license plate. Oh, that one. Oh. Yeah, where they closed down all 78 for a while. <laughs> well, yeah, that, well, that yeah, one like that, that, that one that just happened in Yukaipa, that mm-hmm. was him. And he lives in Yukaipa. So. What a dick. I, I wonder, I wonder does an arson, does he feel bad? Like, does he no. Oh, no. Well, yeah, I mean, obviously. He's like, getting off to it. You know, yeah, actually right? have the people who were affected by that where they couldn't go to work or their home was closed. They can actually form another suit against him. For they can, like yeah. They, they can do a civil suit against mm-hmm. him, right? Yeah. Which would tack on another 10 years if they got enough people to, to do that. Yeah, I mean, maybe, or they'd probably just get money. Well, because it's endangering public. It's uh, uh, affecting jobs <clears throat> and the economy and all that. Yeah, but so. that, that's all, like, a, a criminal charge. True. Like, they, they, they could sue for damages, you know. I, I doubt this kid has money. Yeah, and San Bernardino County takes fires very, very, very seriously. Well, yeah, I mean, 
After uh, mm-hmm. what year was the old fire? Uh, the one was it? Are you talking about five when we were yeah. in high school? Remember that it was yeah. it, the fire went on for oh, so many days. Oh, eight. Where the ash was literally coming down? No, it, I'm gonna say oh five oh six. Yeah, because it was like there was ash raining from the sky. I remember. Yeah, that. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was out. I was out. We had to leave our house just to get out of the San Bernardino area because it was like. You walked outside and it looked like um, like it was raining. Yeah, yeah we, we booked a trip to Laughlin just to get out of there because I had to go to the doctor because it was fucking with my like sinuses and shit so bad. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I was out of school for three weeks. <coughs> Put it this way. Our house looked like it got really dusty because our air conditioner was pumping it through yeah. the house. Yeah. I remember Willie got, yeah, Willie didn't have to go to school for like a week or something. And no, we, st- we still had to go. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, no, it was, that was when I was at Valley House. It was worse than San Bernardino. Yeah, I, I so didn't go to that had to have been like 04. Okay, so there was that, and then when we were actually at Calvary, I remember it was me, Matt Milak, and like two other kids showed up. It was, so it was, pardon me, sorry. It was me, Matt Milak, Stephanie King, and Michelle Hood were the only people that showed up for school for like three days straight, and like Sean Corgan in the upper grades, and we all just sat in the... Um, the chapel, and we're like, what do we do? Because mm-hmm. like a lot of the teachers didn't even show up, so they're like, well, yeah. right. uh, weird time. Did you guys have to evacuate? Because my parents had to. No, because we are nowhere near. No, dude, but I remember being, you know, remember where the Mervins used to be in Highland by we the there, Highland Walmart? Oh, yeah. We were inside the Mervins, and there, and then there were like, uh, this chick came on a loud, the loudspeaker, and she's like, um, <laughs> okay, everybody, we now have to evaluate the building because the fire evaluate. has gotten really close. We're like, <laughs> evaluate the building? Like, I'll give it a, like a six out of ten, I guess. I, like, <laughs> I just yeah. were like going out to our car, and you could literally see the fire coming down the hill towards the Mervins building. Yeah, my, uh, my dad had to go back. Twice wants to pick up the dogs, yeah. and uh, he, um, you, you guys know Doty Field? Nope, yeah, I do. Sounds yeah, that one where you, you go down Valencia and it's the baseball field right there. Oh, okay, it's Doty and some other field, but that yeah, whole it's just funny because of John. Yeah. <laughs> Doty and friends. That, that whole friend. road, Waterman going up right next to it, he said that that whole hillside was on fire. I think oh, Sean right had to evacuate because his yeah. house was right over yeah, there. And then I think I remember Cody had to evacuate. Wasn't, it was like literally the entire mountain was on fire at one point where like it was just like a stretch where you could see the flame all the way up the 10 freeway of the 210. Yeah, like, that was, you would be driving home and you could just see that shit on fire. That was crazy. That yeah, was recent when that happened. Like, people that were natives from San Manuel lost their houses yeah, 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 they were on yes, the hill. Yes, yeah, that, that mountain stayed brown for at least 10 years. Oh, well, there's certain parts of it that are still like pretty black. Yeah. Like, you're not going to be able to grow anything on that for a while. Yeah. It just now started turning green because of uh, El Nino. (laughs) I know. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Our Lord and Savior. Jesus Christ, though. Cool. Fires are no joke, man. Nope. They're hot. What is a hot shot? Is that like a special breed of firefighters? Pop quiz hot shot. Hot shot? Like, there's a movie coming out about a fire... It's it was like, probably just the nickname they came oh up no, with. Oh, no, because, like, we have those people around here, that too, where, like, they have, shot. like, the turquoise colored, or, like, the, um, they have, like, the green fire trucks. I have no idea. I was just, I just assume those are, like, the those more are, I think those are like strictly mountain firefighters. <laughs> those <laughs> are to put out the marijuana fires. <laughs> <laughs> the marijuana fires? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's an epidemic. <laughs> How do they, they just walk into the burning fields of marijuana, like, yeah. uh... <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys remember seeing that video of the reporter where they were burning marijuana plants and he's yeah. just standing in the middle of the smoke and he just can't stop laughing? <laughs> he's like, bro, I'm hungry. Yeah, he's like, I want pizza. You know, like that. He volunteered for that one. Because every time he's just like, let's go again. <laughs> I might have to see that video. We have to look that up. Like, that up. The cameras, like, do we drug test in this job? Or? It's fire, bro. Oh, there was another one, too, where the firefighter got high. Do you remember seeing that video? No. They're they're they have 
the video camera on him. And he's just standing there, and all of a sudden, he's just like, because <laughs> there's a marijuana in the house, and it burned down. I just remember in oh, Without a Paddle, when they, they burn the fields, and the dogs are, and he's like, damn, stoner dogs. Remember that shit? Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. It says the United States and an uh, interagency hotshot crew, or IHC, is, or simply hotshot crew, is a type of hand crew of 20 firefighters specially trained to handle wildfire suppression tactics. Uh, hotshot crews are considered Tactical. to like be that. an elite group among wildland firefighters due to their extensive training, high physical fitness standards, and ability to undertake difficult and dangerous and stressful assignments. They often respond to large, high-priority uh, high fires and are trained and equipped to work with remote areas for extended periods of time with uh, logistical support. Hmm. So my question would be, how is that different from a regular firefighter? I'm pretty sure a regular firefighter have to. Helicopters, Our uh, dad was a volunteer firefighter for years, and he so cool. has never been physically I'd fit. I'd love so. to do that. Can you still do that? He basically. No, he, anymore. It's like it was like King of the Hill. He basically joins us so he could chill at the firehouse and eat chili That's and so play cool. cards. I would definitely That's do that. It. He, I guess, he was telling me he was going to become an like he was training to become a real firefighter, but um, he was on a job or whatever, and like literally was standing on ground that looked normal, but like it was like molten lava hot yeah. and it burnt through his shoe and like he actually can't feel one of his uh, I think it's his right foot underneath well then he was saying he just couldn't handle like the gross dead bodies and shit like it was just too well, much well he so yeah he said that um, he had uh, seen like a whole family basically just burned alive like uh, three newborns and mm-hmm. all like a, a, a triplets something like that so it's like yeah I can imagine that's not the best thing to see when you show up to work so it's a, it's a hard job it is speaking of hard jobs Oh yeah, that's a, that's a great segue. So uh, what happened? Oh, I was talking about your new job. Oh, Ooh. well now now we gotta. It's interesting when uh, two brothers one loses a job, <laughs> one gains a job same in the day, same too. afternoon, same, yeah. almost at the exact same time. Um, so when that happened, uh, Robert posted in the chat uh, his situation. He's like, "So a guy just came up to me and <laughs> <laughs> just go ahead and explain it." Well. <laughs> Literally a week ago uh, Today, seven days ago Also, hold on uh, Doug, this is what I was referring to when I said it's been a shit show this past Because we were like, we're going to start recording every week On the week, yeah And then like just one thing after another with our family My job and then his job and me getting another job And, and oh my god, it's been a fucking After your wedding Like so, I remember It all went downhill Yeah, like so that the weekend of your wedding was one of the best weekends I've had in a while As far as fun, bro times, and just yeah. like getting away Even though it was like kind of stressful like, right. I don't want to fuck this up, it's their day kind of thing At, After that was all said and done One of the best weekends I've had hands down Absolutely. in like 10 years So Great time uh, I come back and it's just My whole life got turned upside down Everything got fucked up and it's and all that But we'll start with your thing Uh, So uh, it's like I don't want to incriminate myself, but that's true. <laughs> um, but it will. You can just say like this one day. I, I'm in pretty sure you've previously incriminated. I yourself. took an extra long true. break, and my the thing with Amazon is there's several levels of managers. You got a PA and an AM, and then you have the I don't remember what the. So you get a process assistant, area manager, and then I can't remember what the next initial is, but it's like the boss of the area manager, and then there's a boss over that guy, and then there's the actual boss of the building manager, which I guess is BM. BM. <laughs> <laughs> but so the Go third level boss, who I'm on pretty good terms with, or was, and uh, had just recently gotten like congratulatory uh whatever from because I did really well and during our like 
busy week and shit comes up and he's like uh so i noticed you took a really long break on this day and i was just like oh yeah And he's like is there any like can you explain that and i was just like not knowing <laughs> that my job was on the line was just like oh yeah i was just probably screwing around huh? and, he, and so he laughed jovially as if we shared a joke together which i thought we did and then i'm like yeah i won't do that again and then didn't respond to that and walked away and i was like uh-oh that might have might have been an issue so I, I went straight to the group chat. Was just like, interesting thing happened to me today. Uh, Explain that whole situation. About two hours later, the low-level PA boss comes up to me and is like, "They want to see you over in the what they call cube land." I which thought is, sorry. I thought you were going to say the low life cube. Oh yeah, the <laughs> fucking low life. That's what I thought you were about to no, say. No, no. <laughs> Uh, they're like they want to see you over in Cube Land, which is what they call their yeah, because of cubicles. It's where the like all, all very the, creative. Yes, it's where all the managers wow. work. And I was like, oh, interesting, because there's no reason for me to be there ever. And the one time that I got <laughs> fired before, that's also where I had to go. Hmm. And so I asked the dude, I was like, because again, this guy, me and this dude are like homies. So I was like, am I in trouble? And he's just like, uh, I honestly don't know. And I was like. Which, yeah, yeah when you say that I'm like he's like I don't want to break the news down. Exactly, I was like yeah, well I think this might be goodbye forever, and he was like oh well, hopefully not, and I was like well we'll see, and then so I'm in like full panic attack mode, like oh I'm losing my well, job. He today. says well hopefully not. He could have just been like ah, I don't think so. Yeah, well, well could he though? In an alternate universe where you just didn't go to Cuba. <laughs> I did. Just, I had yeah, thought about that. Yeah. Just not going. I could have just walked away. Right. And then <laughs> and like, it, it would you probably could have worked there for two was, more months before they ever like. I was just thinking if yeah, I had quit, I maybe yeah. maybe I could have like reapplied immediately afterwards. <laughs> That's a great point. Um, Honestly, I don't think they were together enough to <laughs> exactly see that happening. So yeah, then. Uh, I go in there and it, I was fired for that, and uh, now I'm fired and have been out of work for a week. But because it's Amazon, it's never over when you think it's over. They send me this thing and they go, "Well, you can, just so you know, you can't appeal this." And I was like, "Well, if it, if it involves writing an essay, that's my bread and butter." So I wrote up a very long essay with some I feel like pretty valid points to explain my behavior. Mm-hmm. A lot of which came back to I had no idea my job was on the line when this guy came. He, he didn't like express to me like. Uh, it's true or false, you're fired, essentially. You know what I'm saying? Like, in which case, I would have fought for my job and not just been like, yeah, I was just screwing around because I thought it was like an off-the-cuff remark. You both ways. Is someone who has to manage people, you're not yeah. allowed to fire somebody without having warned them, hey, your job is literally online. You'll be fired if you do yeah, this Yeah, they, they do have to follow their internal policies. Like yeah, well, like, I think it's just a state policy. You can't uh, fire... I can't go to you, you're fired, Drew, and not give you an explanation why. It's the same way, like, with a cop arrest. You can't. It's not you. smart because you might have a lawsuit on your hand, but you could. You're employed at will. Yeah, true. So but, basically, but yeah, if that's your in, own internal com- company policies, then then they do have to follow that. Basically, I'm, I'm, sure I'm waiting to hear. They, I've been emailed, emailing back and forth the HR team. They're they're gonna look into this, and it's literally like a court situation. They have a jury of my peers that, that includes a separate, like no, it can't be anyone that I know personally. So that's gonna be interesting to see what they all think of what I wrote. But I wrote a, like a very extensive explanation of why, which included some medical reasons why that I, I had taken many like a long break that day. So I'm really curious to see, you know, if I can. Write a check that my ass can ch- cash essentially <laughs> on that one, but uh, if I don't, uh, Coles is hiring, so I might go work for them. I did I, like working for them, honestly. Clean break, yeah, that's what I'm thinking now. Yeah, I think if you do manage to keep it, still find a better job. Hey, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, at this point, I'm so over Amazon. I and just even if you have to do part time for a month or yeah, something, you know, like I'm just clean break, move on. Yeah. I'm looking, I'm looking for an out regardless, but I it's you know, it's better to have a job and look for one than it is no, to be looking fair. for one with no yeah. job, so. Yeah, 100%. So hopefully they'll give me my job back. I mean, we'll update on that. Uh, just a, you know, just a shit show, as we said. And then 
just weirdly coincidentally, uh, Willie was going in for a job well, interview that day. Um, so we go to the wedding. Um, the Thursday. So we remember it was a Friday night. We went down for. We we went because Thursday, Thursday, Thursday we got the, suit. the suits right. Okay, Friday, so we <laughs> Friday was the rehearsal your wedding, which was July first. So this is like June 29th or whatever. Uh, I had a meeting in Riverside, and I was like, "Hey, just so you know, I have to be in Temecula at X time. I don't know if I can even go to this meeting." Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Well, you just go. You can get to Temecula." And blah blah blah. It's it's Friday. It's Thursday afternoon and all that. And uh, I'm like, "Fine, whatever." I go to this meeting. Complete waste of time and all that. Then I'm like, "All right, cool. I'm going to the the place tomorrow. I'll see you guys next week or whatever." Everything's fine. We go to the wedding. I have a great time. Come back. Um, I work July fourth, which is the Tuesday. Or it was yeah, it was Tuesday. So July fifth, my boss randomly shows up, and uh, I'm like, what the? She never shows up randomly unless there's like a meeting that I don't know about, and usually that's not a big deal. And I'm doing paperwork at my desk, just like on every normal Wednesday. And she's like, all right, we're gonna have a meeting or whatever. And I was like, cool. I wonder if this is my like employee analysis. I haven't done anything wrong. I, got, I usually get good grades and. All that. Probably not going to get a raise out of this. <laughs> and uh, she starts showing me, like, all these, like, thick-ass pieces of paper or whatever. Thick. And then before the meeting that we had the week uh, before your wedding, she's like, oh, run, a, um, like, an audit of your guys' like, the past three months or whatever. So I run it from March all the way to June. And um, I guess she, like, brought all these paperwork or whatever. She's like, yeah, so... Look at these red numbers here. Like on one, it was like sixteen cents. One, it was two dollars and sixteen. Oh my gosh, you have a you have a criminal. Yes, and then they're, the highest I think was twenty dollars. On it was a Sunday, which we make a lot of money, so the variance can happen and all that. And um, she's like, yeah. So over like the past three months, like you know, we've noticed that like like something like six hundred dollars is missing from your guys's like drops or something like that. And I'm going, okay. So what does that mean? And over the next hour, she won't say it, but what she's trying to tell me is that, like, the money's been stolen, it's not in the company's hands or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And she's, like, being very political about it, and she won't say who she thinks it is, and I'm going, so explain it to me again, because I don't know what you're telling me, because it's just a bunch of facts and figures at this point. And then finally, she's like, it looks like you took the money. And I'm going, what? And she goes, you're the only one who has access to the safe, which is not true. Everybody there has access to the safe. They all know the codes and all that. We all have the alarm code. We all have keys. I'm not the only one who touches the money. And she's like, well, you know, you're the one who puts the data in. You you can manipulate the numbers and all that and then take the money for yourself. And well, all that. but then you wouldn't show missing money, yeah. right? If I, if I knew <laughs> if that I was, was true, doing, I would be yeah. better at it, right? Yeah, right. So she's like, very, becomes very uppity and all that. And I'm going, okay, well, it wasn't me. So what are we looking at here? Like you're saying Bryce or Jordan or whoever else works there uh, took the money. And she's like, that's a possibility. But we, uh, I want you to start like retraining them on how to count and how to like do retraining them to not steal yeah please i think her idea was like if you scare them they won't want to steal and um and i was like okay here's how you scare them you say i know one of you is stealing right (laughs) not we're gonna do a quick uh, retraining a little bit why they were just handling like this which was completely unnecessary and um uncool at the heart of it um so i'm going okay and then i she leaves and on Wednesdays, because it's summertime, there's really no reason for me to be there unless I'm doing paperwork. I leave around 11. This happens, at, or, and she leaves around 11.15. She comes back, f- like, 30, 45 minutes later, and I'm talking Somewhere. to Bryce, going, I don't know what the fuck's going on. And she just shows up again, and she's like, you're still here. Like, like confused. And I'm yes, going, ma'am, I work here. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, all right, well, I'm going to count the safe and all the drawers and all that. Just make sure everything's adding up. And I'm like, okay. And that's what I texted you guys, because in the previous months or whatever, uh, 
two sisters, I won't name their names or whatever, had, like, within three months of each other had lost receipts for $300 because we do all of our shopping at Smart and Final Cerebos and for the weekend, it's about 300 bucks for produce, milk, all that shit. And I was like, just so you know, uh, the safe might be off. There's like $300 missing in receipts twice from two different girls, both related. And she's like, why didn't you say anything, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I... Quite frankly, one of the girls had left on bad terms, got in a fight with one of the things. I just was afraid. So over the, that, from that time to this time, I've been putting my own money in there to get that variance back up because I was afraid I would get blamed for it. This exact situation I was afraid of, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I remember I told you guys, I was like, just so you know, I might lose my job. I, I was there during the whole thing, and I was getting anxiety. <laughs> yeah, to see Willie having anxiety. <laughs> well, I don't think you've ever seen me panic before. No, I've never seen it. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> like... But uh, I'm confused because but the money wasn't actually missing. It was just a bookkeeping error, right? Because you didn't have the receipt. I'll get to that. So, okay. yeah. Uh, basically, she counts the safe and all the drawers. And let, it's actually over $30. So, so you're like, what I said earlier? Just, disregard. Disregard. Just kidding. <laughs> just just forget a, all of it. Different job. I got confused. <laughs> yeah, that, that made me look stupid. So, yeah, uh, well, yeah, I mean. Uh, and I think they know that I put my own money back in because they've never asked me. And I don't think they want to know. Fine. I mean, yeah. It, so... It's probably Again, not it was one of those things either. where over, like, almost, it would happen a year ago. So over a year, every time I get paid, I would just throw my own money back in there going, fuck, hopefully this works out someday. And I was like, they've never checked the safe before, but eventually there's going to be a day when they check the safe. Lo and behold, thank God I put my money back in it. Otherwise, I'd have a lot more explaining to do. So, I yes, and anyone listening really stupid, I probably should have just told them, hey, so-and-so fucked up and they lost a receipt. I don't know how to handle the situation. Please tell me what to do. Would have been fine, but I was new at the job and didn't know what I was doing and was afraid that I would be blamed for it, which I was in the end, so um, so that happens. And so you were guilty of a much lesser crime than what they I was thought. guilty of being stupid and naive, Just messing up. which is fine. Everybody does it. Uh, no, not everybody does it. Everybody makes mistakes. Um, so... I, I'm like, before you go, let me just fucking walk you through how I handle paperwork and all this stuff like that. And I, like, step-by-step show her my process and all that. And she goes, you're clearing receipts way wrong. Like, that's not how you do it. You can't take – you if you buy something on that day, you have to clear it that day. You can't spend money on Wednesday and clear it from Sundays. And I'm going, no one told me this. You guys, When I took over, my boss left and it was like, good luck. You guys have been saying thank you every time I turn in paperwork. I thought I was doing it right. Whatever. Um, so she leaves. And she calls me or whatever, and I'm like, hey, I need you to have my back on this because I didn't take it. Why would I take $2.16? There's Because no- <laughs> a $2 item plus tax. God. Yeah, why would I take tax? <laughs> I was like, wouldn't it be more likely that I would take $200, and even a number, a nice big number that would be risky and worth taking? I guess, why would I, I take $21.82? doesn't make any sense. Criminals are dumb. You so know. here's what happened. Um, our, no one ever reset the clock when the time changed. So uh, I took over, and daylight savings happened, so it was an hour before. So our clock said it was 7 a.m. It was really 8 a.m. So when we print out the paperwork, it prints it from 8 a.m. It wasn't counting the sales for that one it hour. It wasn't counting the one-hour yeah. sales, so did it looked you, like it was off. Did you know there is a magical land where we never change the time? Arizona. It's called Arizona. So if this And we all happen. get along just fine without it. Now, our aunt that lives in Arizona takes every opportunity to remind us of that. Yeah, she also used to remind us that the suns were good, and I said the suns were never good. I'm sorry. Yikes. Uh, long ass. Even with Steve Nash? They can never get past the Lakers, baby. Gas smasher? The gas smasher? So, yeah, I'm going, I'm freaking (laughs) out, and they never cleared. Like, so, for the next three weeks, 
literally three weeks, almost the end of July, that they finally, they're just like constantly harassing me and being like a dick to me and basically treating me like I am a thief, but they don't have any proof at this point. And my boss comes back and has a meeting with me. She's like, just so you know, I could have fired you that Thursday <clears throat> before you went to the wedding. We had so much evidence against you. Which I'm going, you did? And then three days later, she calls me. She's going, it looks like it was the receipts. It was just a bookkeeping error. You didn't take anything. You're fine. And all that. And I'm, He's just like, I know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, don't, you don't have to tell me. And I, I know. not push the issue, but at the time, yeah. I was almost like, is there like a sorry in order? Like, we apologize. We fucked up. Like, uh, you're a good guy kind of thing. No. None of that. They're very corporate. I mean, they had to do their due diligence about it. Their duty diligence? I think they handled it really poorly. Yeah. And um, so, of course, when they're threatening you... So I got written up, and I got put on probation for three months, and, like, this is basically your last chance. If you get in trouble, you're fired, blah, blah, blah. And I've never gotten written up at that job, so... They're like, we accused you of something you didn't do, but because we were wrong and you actually didn't take anything, you still need to be punished for it. So I got written up, and then I started looking for another job. I found a job, and... This job is like, oh, you have all this experience, so we want you, and we're yeah. going to pay you way more than this job does, and all this shit like that, so it's like, but I'm at the point now where I'm like, I need to give my two weeks, because I start tomorrow, and I'm like, just afraid to deal with it, because it's like, I don't want any more drama. I mean, I mean you're, you're, you're totally in the right, just give them a nice few sentences on paper, and that's it. And then deuces. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, um, possibly the worst month of my life, uh, because... Every day I went to work, I would see this car that looked like my boss's car, and I'm like, well, I wonder if like, a PD is going to pull up with her or something like that. And I don't know how it works, but I lost, like, I mean, I gained most of it back because I, I lost, like, nine pounds of just not eating. There was, like, a week and a half where you could rob King nice. I was just like, I'm not hungry. Scary, stressful, scary bullshit. What's it like to not be hungry? <laughs> uh, it's terrifying because you, you feel more tired, you feel weak, and you're just like, oh, I don't want to deal with this. He's weak, dude. And it's just the way they treated me. Like, even now, like, the a couple, like, it was last week, which is when I got the job. My boss was like, I just don't see your effort here, and I don't see that you want to work here and all that. And she, like, threw my mom's health condition and my little brother in my face oh, and all that. That's unprofessional. I, I would mention in your letter that you felt you were treated unprofessionally. That's it. Nothing yeah. Nothing more. There's an exit survey that they... Because then, then they'll, they'll keep that letter. And so that your boss there, that, that's on her record too, essentially, that yeah. you quit citing unprofessional. Right. And then the, yeah. you don't owe them shit, so. Yeah. Well, like, even my mom gave me good advice. She goes, you give me your two weeks, that's a courtesy. You that's don't have a courtesy. to do that. And she goes, if they give you any kind of grief on the phone, just say, fuck it, and quit then. Yeah, like, you don't, essentially. You can walk out, just give them your key. Yeah, you're, you're employed at will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... It's just one of those things where I don't want to deal with the bullshit on the phone, but I'm, I'm probably going to have to tomorrow. Yeah, because um, uh, here's the thing. They're going to call you at least two times. One to be like, hold on, let me call my boss and see if I can get you a raise. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because that's what happened to me. I got called three times <laughs> when I quit my last job. <clears throat> not even that that's going to be annoying. It's when I give them my two weeks, be prepared for me and you to be working, and like I come in or you're leaving or vice versa or whatever, mm-hmm. and just having them be there constantly going, like, we need to find someone else to replace this situation. It's like... Can I just it's, it's, my two weeks? Yeah, it's going to be crappy for two weeks, definitely. Yeah, but yeah. what can you do? I don't know. That was just, even now, I still am, like, very pissed off about it. Like, just the whole, the way it was handled, the way I was yeah. treated. and I, uh, I would mention it, not in depth, not in detail, not, you know, just mention unprofessional. Well, then my, the head boss came to have a meeting with the, the boss of our location, whatever. I'm not going to, like I said, name any companies or names or whatever, but... Uh, 
She wouldn't come into the cafe, which is like the entrance to the, the building. She walked around the building because she didn't want to see me because at the time I was still under investigation. What, did she not want to be accused of colluding with you or something? Uh, I don't know. I was like, she doesn't want to walk through here, huh? She's like, no, she's not too happy with you right now. I was like, not, not too happy with her. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, is there any way we can, we need to call this like water, the Watergate thing where you take the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the suffix gate and add right, the right, water right. safe gate, gate or something? Safe gate? That doesn't, hey, that hey, doesn't hey, have a good... Just like her boy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> God. Take a drink right now, dude. Dehydration. No joke. Bro's listening. We, we have a stream on. In the but anyway, I didn't mean to make it all super serious, but that's what I've been going through, and it, it was a nightmare. Well, Just nightmare's over. Nightmare. Not to mention, too, like, Jordan and Jacob are gone, so it's like I didn't... I, I had... Your Bryce support was and, gone? Uh, well, you were here for, like, the beginning of it, but then you guys left yeah, yeah. during, the, like, the... Um, Two of the worst weeks. The meaty part. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I, I don't think it's your fault, per se, but I would like to throw a little blame on you and Jordan going on vacation for, like, <laughs> why that month was Oh, terrible. okay. <laughs> it was an aggressively long vacation. It was. It really was. Literally, why over? I remember me and Willie were just sitting in a room, <laughs> like, are they off vacation yet? What the fuck? <laughs> when I was like, no, he's still got a week and a half, and he's like, a week and a half? <laughs> oh man, I've never been on vacation for a week, let alone two and a half. Like, geez. well, my parents planned it out for like a year, so Is it like a year long vacation. Hour of every day's pre-planned kind of thing. No, not necessarily. Like there were days where I just we just can't kind imagine of there's enough back. to do there to even allow. I was gonna say, was it a lit trip at least? Like, yeah, like we had fun. We just sat around some days and drank. You and could send me to Nebraska and I'd have a good time just because I want to get away. Well, yeah. shit on Nebraska. Yeah, no, it was relaxing. I just send me to Oklahoma. I don't know. There's tornadoes there. You don't want to go there. Uh, tornado alley. Bombings and whatnot. Texas, Oklahoma. I don't know. Why not both? It's like the the flat part of America. Flat, I'm trying to live in the thick part. <laughs> Here's the thing, but people that live in tornadoes say at least we don't have to worry about earthquakes. They have no idea that but they're literally nothing. Golden yeah. area, <laughs> country where you very seldom get either. No, I know. We're, Aren't we due for a like a state. cataclysmic earthquake? There was an earthquake yeah. today in Big Bear. Did we like have one 3. today? Three point five or something. Last night and this morning. Yeah. Earth, it's funny because like if you live in California, earthquakes are just you like this fun little. You sleep. You literally sleep. Where you text people like, "Oh, did you feel that?" Yeah, they're the vast majority of them are fun. There's never been a fun twister. Ride, I dude. promise you that. You know my favorite thing about California weather, whether it be rain or a thunderstorm or earthquake, just go on Facebook. Not even oh, minutes God, later, dude. seconds later. Did you oh guys my God, feel it's it? raining! And then someone yeah. you'll—it's like the—it's like the best because it's fun. You've ever seen. Like every like on, on location, <laughs> there was an earthquake at five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there, like, really? like, I always had this sources idea. Sources are reporting. I had this idea I for U.S. Like, geological this is accurate information. Yeah. <laughs> I always had this idea, this idea for like a scene in a movie where like. There's some kind of like robbery or heist or something going on, and then a, an earthquake just randomly happens in the middle of it. Because if it's in California, that could happen. Like, you never. You're memeing during this podcast? You fucking asshole. <laughs> well, I, I opened my phone, there's 12 memes from one from each of you. So it's like. Also, do you remember the. I don't know if you were there or not that day. I remember specifically it was me and Sean. There was a day where it snowed and it hit Calvary. Like, there was a little bit of snow at yeah, Calvary. And we just. Every once in a while. Yeah, we, we just got. We walked out of class. And we're just like, fuck it. And yeah. just started playing in the snow. Yeah. Because it that. never happened. In California, let alone where we live. Well, come drag us back in. Yeah. <laughs> I got a reprimand because I threw a snowball at Coach Lozano. He's like, You better get back to class. I said, Forget you. Like, or, I don't know. Like, whatever non cursing like, insults were back then. Yeah, you gotta you work your way around it. Screw you. Screw you, blockhead. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we had like a snow fight and we went into the class and like 
And you did this too. I remember like with John and Ryan and all that. Like kids, would, we would take our lunch bells and fill it with snow. And throughout the class, we were just throwing snowballs at people. Oh yeah, That's great. And like someone would get pegged in the back of the head. And there's just water in the classroom. That was great. Good times. Happened once a millennia. Like, mm-hmm. uh, hail was also lit whenever that would happen at school yeah. because you just watch people walking the class getting just destroyed. <laughs> but why are you doing that? Why you do this? What happened the other night? You were like very antagonistic towards me when you were drunk. You answered your own question. <laughs> I don't drink like I used to. But it was specifically at me. He was getting a, a rise out of you. Yeah. I mean, there is something of a <clears throat> comedy routine that we mm. slip into. That's also fair. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> I mean... Are you saying that, like, I, it's like Tom and Jerry? You know what, man? I feel like in the <laughs> twenty, the the 25 or whatever years I've been your older brother, I don't fuck with you that much. So when I do... Well, okay, so... That's true, good actually. Point. Like, you don't fuck with him, or, like, you don't I, fuck I, I, <laughs> I don't really There's fuck two with two different that. ways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll say this: the next night, John called me out and said, "You, you know, you were really harsh on your brother." <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. He, did. Just, he was genuinely concerned. Just yeah. brother things, dude. It's like, well, hey, man, real talk. <laughs> like the, he, he was so sincere. He I know. was. He was so well, yeah. He's to like, be, you gotta stop being mean. To, to be fair, I, when me and Drew were like hanging out in his office the other day, I was like, I feel like I got a little too drunk and I was fucking with Willie yeah. a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it was one I was annoyed that night and two uh, the next day you were like hu- not hungover but you were like very groggy and you're like I'm sorry for fucking with you last night and I was like what? I did feel like I don't genuinely or genuinely generally get hungover when I do drink these days even if I drink a lot like I'll go ham like on the wedding I felt great the next day until wait until we were driving home and then I just oh, felt yeah. fucking terrible it just hit you in the wave well, that's what happened to me the day after the wedding I remember you going are you hungover because you're like I got pretty drunk and I was like no I'm good and I sat up and then a headache hit me I was like oh god like oh man it was like a five out of ten was yeah, once I, I was so hot and so dehydrated, and my feet hurt. And I know heels are worse. I know everyone yes. says it, but I don't care. Those shoes were uncomfortable. Those had heels, dude. Exactly. And they had yeah, heels. One, they had heels, right? Those but shoes but that, that's had not, two inch heels. On I, I didn't mean to divert like that, but I had no desire to drink. <laughs> I kept it was ar- so hot and so, I was so thirsty and dehydrated. I kept making the argument yeah. that because uh, they were like, "Well, we wear heels, like we wear heels," and I'm like, "You wear heels presumably more than once." It was all classy chicks there, so it's like I know you've worn heels before. I've never done that. The so same girls who were mad at us for changing out of our shoes into Vans, which very looked very clean by the way. Yes, yeah. we all had Vans on. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it was like we coordinated. Were the same girls who during the pictures took their shoes off and already had like these shoes hidden. It was very Club G where their shoes were hidden behind yeah. trees. And shit. <laughs> They looted. But I don't like the premise that because you have it worse, I'm not allowed to even complain about my situation. Sure, as to quote Dave Chappelle, it's like there's starving people in Africa. It's like I'm still hungry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, then we're both uncomfortable. Let's just let's find our common ground. And, yeah. uh, that's such a great joke. There, he's like, I suffer, you suffer, and then like he's like a white woman stood up and said. We women have suffered just like you, and he's like, "Slow your roll, bitch." <laughs> Honestly, dude, that that I felt like was just underrated as fuck. Like both of those comedy specials I were listened to solid gold. Podcasts where they're like, I don't know, the first one was pretty strong, and the second one was just whatever. And I was like, the second one's above and beyond better. Like, I, I would have killed to be there live when that happened. Like of, I feel like you could break both of those pod or not podcasts and those comedy specials down. Like the first one was very like he it was put together. He had like a <coughs> was like, hey, I don't who gives a shit of Trump's president. Let's give him shot let's all like be together let's talk like he's like he had jokes about how like 
his wife's best friend's gay. Oh, I, I was gonna say I saw some controversy about him. Yeah, the, the um, like now, now people didn't like what he had to say about uh, transsexuals, of course. But it's like, look, his Dave Chappelle to be up there and offend you. His, his entire comedian. comedy career has comedy been him different commenting on things. Even if you watch his older specials, he made comments on things that maybe weren't. I mean, like we talked about like the Elizabeth Smart case, and, and uh, not to mention uh, R. Kelly. Well, he he, he always also constantly mentions that Cuban person that went missing. Um, uh, um, Elian Gonzalez. Yeah, Elian Gonzalez. That, that was the whole thing. I have in no the idea. 80s, you don't remember that where he came to America oh, and they and they sorry. demanded we bring him back. Oh, and, and is that one we sent him back? Yeah. That one? Oh, okay, I do remember that. Which is like a, a time sensitive joke and like. Yeah. The thing is, you, you used to be able to talk about. Here's the thing: if we're not allowed to talk about what's going on in the, in our world, then like, what's the fucking point of being alive? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're not allowed to have a reaction to what's going on. It's, no, you are. It just has to be the right one. Well, sure. I, I just it, and it's like his whole job as a comedian has always been to make people think of things in ways that they don't normally do. And I genuinely believe, no matter where you stand on issues of trans rights and stuff, people don't like to think about it. They just want to be right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Even well, if yeah. you, even if you are totally against transsexual people, your position comes from a place of I just want to be right. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think people get mad at me for saying I don't care what you do. Do what you want. Yeah, that's right. that's no longer an acceptable no, no, opinion. I've always had the opinion of like, I don't care, like gay rights, go for it. I, I support you, do what you want. It doesn't bother me. But like, well, that's not. You have to be an trouble. active fighting yeah, for them now. Which I, I said that I'm like, well, it doesn't affect me at all. Like, I don't care. Do what you want to do. You know, like, show me a petition and I'll sign it. I'll vote for movies, it. But, but you know. I, it's like, well, I don't know what's expected of people these days. It, it's we're living in a, in a very weird time where it's like nothing is enough anymore and everything is too much. Yeah, interesting. Well, also, like, one of, like, so this is why he's such a great comedian. He, he's, like, laugh out loud funny, and he brings up a good point, and he goes, he's, like, back in our day, like, he does this whole long bit about how um, the missile exploded when he was in class, and, like, he's, like, yeah. he's like we're going to put Challenger. on NASA launching a, a, a missile into oh, space. Oh, did he watch people. it live in class? He oh, watched no. it live in class, and he's, like, all right, you guys can go home. Like, and it was, like, that's a bummer, yeah. That's all we thought about for years. The same thing we thought about 9-11. He yeah. brings up a good point, though. He goes... The problem is, like, there's a shooting and a bombing every week. It's like it's just all too much. You can't care about something for so long and all right. that. And it's like, well, it comes down it, to after Paris, like, there was multiple attacks that happened in, in England and other countries around there that we just didn't even talk about. We're like, eh, it happened. It's one of those things where, uh, and everybody, everybody says this, but it's it's about. it's social media. You you hear about it nonstop all the time, and it's no one thing is any more or less sad than another. It's right. just. You go on any it's like basic, fatigue. You have to pick and choose. You can't be yeah. upset about everything. Go on but, anyone's yeah. Facebook that like, is just like a, a normal human being, not a memer and all that. They will have their profile picture. Scroll to the right and look at their next picture. It's a, 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 a f- rainbow gay yep. pride one. Scroll to the right. Or, or Pray the for Paris. Yeah. Scroll Which to is right. fine, but at the, at the end of the day, window. scroll to the right. It's like all that is is you sh- is you showing it's virtue like, signaling. Is what it's it's yeah, it's yeah. not. You're not doing anything other than saying don't be, don't get mad at me. I I did my part. I made yeah. sure to put the rainbow thing yeah. on there. What's it's, kind of disgusting is like there was some. I don't remember what there was. See again, it, it's sad that I can't remember the exact attack or shooting How or could whatever you? it was. How you could can't. you? But people were like posting, "I'm safe," and it's like, motherfucker, you're not even in the same state that that happened in. It's the don't forget about me in these difficult times. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. I it was. That. It's like there was some kind of a, sh- a shooting, a mass shooting somewhere or whatever. And this girl I know and went to school with posted, "Don't worry, it's it's a thing you can do on Facebook now where it's I'm safe essentially. Yeah. Whenever there's a time of crisis, you can right. post." Rather just post it every day. Suicide watch, dude. I'm safe. Rather than calling your father or your sister or your brother or your wife or your kids and be like, hey, just so you know, I'm safe. I'm going to post on Facebook three states away from the shooting and be like, just so you guys all know, I'm safe. 
It's like I know what? everyone's worried about me. There was when the um when the when all the earthquakes and, and the tsunami and everything happened in Japan and like the was a Fukushima, Fukushima there was this thing where I was thinking of Haiti for some reason, which was another one. On yeah. 4chan on the anime and manga board, they they created this Google Doc spreadsheet of every like famous and well known uh artist for manga or, or like voice actors for anime and stuff. <laughs> just to be like just so they could locate like, okay, this person is posted on Twitter, so we know they're still alive. No. This person showed Holy up on TV shit. on this thing. Just so people could be like, okay, and and I from what I recall. My I don't cartoons think, are safe. Yeah, that, I don't think any major is, deaths happen. It's kind of important though. Like, I mean, yeah, that was a huge deal. Yeah. Well, the the what's the the current um the the current uh what do you call that uh prime minister? Not not prime minister. Yeah, prime minister. Chancellor? Is that right? That's pr- prime minister. Japan. Uh, Shinzo Abe. Yeah, he uh, he. If I'm thinking I mean, of the right person, minister, but maybe was was the I'm like sure. the first person with like high authority in Japan to come out and say anime is a major export. It's it's like how we communicate with other countries. Anime is really popular in America, but it's also hugely popular in places like France and Belgium and stuff like that. Yeah. Like anywhere where, yeah, and not to mention like a lot of South American countries are obsessed with Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that. So yeah, they're they're like he was one of the first like major political uh, figures in Japan to acknowledge that anime not only exists but is like a a, a bonding factor <laughs> with other countries. Yeah. <laughs> not only exists. <laughs> I, well, do, I do need to say that Dragon <laughs> Ball Z supersedes anime. Yeah, that, well, that's not, okay. So, does in, in a lot of people's minds, so does like Studio Ghibli movies, like Spirited Away, won an Academy oh, Awards. Okay, yeah, only... I've seen that. So, oh, yeah, people, practically by definition. I make jokes about anime a lot, and like, but you love like Cowboy Bebop and Akira and like Studio. I'm like, yeah, those are so good, they're not anime. I'll like, say Cowboy Bebop and Akira are two examples that are not indicative of, of, of anime as a whole. Right. You know what Especially I'm saying? Especially because in anime, like a usual trope is like a, there's a battle going on or whatever. They're, they're always talking to themselves like. Oh man, what am I gonna do in this situation? And it's like it's like it's a zoom in on their face. That never happens in Cowboy Bebop. It's literally just a story. It's a good story. Yeah, well, Cowboy Bebop is a celebration of different film genres from around the world too. It, like it's, French noir. Yeah, there's a lot jazz. of it's, it's, yeah, it's there's incredible. a lot more going on there. And Akira itself is like a, it's like largely influenced by you know Japan's history with with nuclear war and shit like that so it's not it's not just like a commodity it's like a piece of art which I know sounds dumb to say about anime but it is Dragon Ball Z somehow I don't know because even in the battle shown in genre there's a lot of anime that are better objectively than Dragon Ball Z but for some reason the the characters are so notable it's had this huge cultural I'm I'm fascinated by that because like uh, like there's so many countries can come together anime where like even the Japanese people enjoy the English dub more because of the guy that got to play Goku and all that and even Vegeta, like they're just like celebrated. I remember one of one we of Jim- met him actually, which was one of Jimmy's friends that was this dude from Japan. We met at Anime Expo, and he was like, "Yeah, dude, I grew up watching Power Rangers. It's the exact same one you guys watch, but obviously it was different because they edited American kids into it." And he's like, "I remember the first time I heard your guys' opening theme song, and I was like, damn, theirs is way better.' Which is hard to argue with because it has that badass guitar opening. Like, dude, yeah. remember the, the opening so great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so have you heard the fucking Japanese version though. of the X Men cartoon? Shit, no. Yes, dude. Way they, I always show people that because they the most metal song you've ever they com- it, they com- it's called Yuwa Shock and they commissioned a uh, an entirely new animated thing done by a Japanese studio so it's like an anime version of X Men in two D it's so fucking lit compared to the American it has like a version. Gear soundtrack it's so fucking cool, yeah. But uh, I don't know how we got onto that, but I don't know. But I could talk about anime for days, so let's <laughs> switch to something probably, else. Yeah, yeah. divert away. Yeah, subscribe to Patreon to get my uh, anime only podcast. Uh, <laughs> please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I do before we before we move on to something else. I think about that a lot. Where there are no good like quality banter anime podcasts. I would like to start something like that someday. I don't know, maybe not a podcast, but we could. Should we announce the podcast idea you had? Yeah, we've been brainstorming some uh, side podcast concepts, and and one that I really like. We've talked about. Base a big reader, right? 
Yeah, it, I think she could even get into this one because everybody loves Goosebumps. We've been talking about reading through the Goosebumps series. Goosebumps. Oh yeah, I wonder if she's like age appropriate for that. Because yeah, I don't even well, know. She may be too young. I don't know. Even Willie was kind of young enough. Yeah, I was gonna say, even, but even by the time you were uh, old enough to read those, Which you were kind of they weren't popular I, anymore. It has nothing to do with her looks or anything like that. I assume she was older than me because she was getting married. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize I was a failure, and she was a success. Yeah, that's like, what I asked her because she just had an open open house Mike night Knight? with the uh, yeah open mic night with uh, her new students and their parents. And so I was curious whether was there any difference from last year's being now, now that your misses not miss? And she, she said definitely. Oh, really? interesting. Like, more yeah. respect, you think? Yeah, she said it was just a different. I mean, maybe it was all in her head, but she said there was definitely a different. Uh, Kind different of, tone. You just think if, if you're married, you're older. Like mm. To be fair, I forget that she's younger than me because she's so much more <laughs> mature and has her shit together than I do. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, during yeah. one of the podcasts, she's like, I'm younger than you. And I was like, yeah. no, you're not. You're taller. She's like, please no. There. You must be older. Like, <laughs> please God, no. <laughs> no. When's going to be my time? Like, I was like, oh, fuck. I need to get my shit together. So yeah. Someone donate to this goddamn podcast. Please, yeah. so we can <laughs> need to come up. move out of our parents' house and quit sharing a bedroom. Quit sharing a bed. Is that laughed? Laugh that. No, I'm going to leave it in because it's funny, but like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes the truth is funny. Laugh at my pain, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <laughs> maybe, maybe, solid, maybe donate? <laughs> I had a solid masturbatory year, and it, 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 it all just came Brother, crashing down because of your goddamn text. I'm sure your boy here did as well. <laughs> you don't know jack shit about a solid masturbatory year. <laughs> I, dude, I was unemployed for two whole months in that apartment. Oh what does that mean? And I was just what getting high out of my fucking mind. Like, are you kidding me? Jizz all over the walls. I don't, I don't do that anymore, though. What, masturbate? Yeah. <laughs> How have you killed yourself yet? No, uh, no fab decade. I almost repeated what no. you said today, which is like one of the funniest things I've ever heard. Like, I don't know how that person has uh, killed themselves yet. Yeah, there, certain <laughs> things are just not meant to be said on the podcast. That's that you should put that in a movie, though. I'm yeah. Just saying. So, right. so what were your ideas for the, the podcast? The oh, we got sidetracked. Uh, yeah, so we were talking about uh, we want to do one where we read through the Goosebumps series. Uh, and just banter about them because they're a they're poorly written, but b they were such a huge part of my childhood, and I feel like the nostalgia factor would be interesting just to go back. But also, it's important to note that it's not like all right, okay, so in this chapter this happens. It's more like what did you think? This about is not it? book club. No, no. Like, yeah. yeah. Anytime there's, there's a ton of podcasts, like there's one that I kind of wish wasn't Australian because their accents a little thick on the podcast where they. they but we watch. love Australian accents. No, no, no offense, Jay. Well, no, like Jack, I can understand Jack. It's just I literally listen to an episode. You just of choose not to. Like, this is hard to follow. Like, they're very, it's <laughs> yeah. very thick. Uh, thick. Where they watch um, uh, the same movie every uh, episode for uh, a year, I think. That, so there's 52 episodes oh per uh, per season or whatever. So they watched uh, Grown Ups 52 times and recorded an hour and a half long podcast every time. And I'm going, at what episode does it start to derail and you just don't even talk about the movie anymore, but it's just I would long. think, like, maybe episode three. Ah, uh, yeah, that's literally what I was going to say. Probably about episode three. You stop yeah. finding the stuff to talk about in that movie. I don't know. Maybe that movie's just really deep. There's a new podcast out now where they watch The Matrix minute by minute, and every episode is just one minute of The Matrix. So so people are getting kind of experimental with these now. Yeah, which I'm really interested in doing. Uh, it's kind of fun. Pod, yeah, pod, when we started, I was like, oh, this is mainstream. And, like, very recently, like, just normal, like, again, I consider them normal people, like, girls that are, like, 
into fitness and, and health and all that. They're like, can anyone recommend a podcast? And everyone's like, my favorite murder, serial, all these things uh, like that. It's like, has their favorite podcasts murder. have officially reached Facebook and like mom yeah. and dad. Well, and like I was going to say, now the the thing is like, how specific can you possibly get? That's yeah. people want. And that's where the money is now. <laughs> yeah, which is, uh, again, really interesting. Well, and I'm, I'm curious to see like, how that goes. Kevin Smith and Matt Meyer make a podcast about fucking Frasier. Yeah. It's called the Frasier Pod. Oh, I've heard no, that. that's no, a different that's one. That's a different okay. one. Okay. Is, Sorry. Talk Silent Scramble. Yeah. Talk Silent Scramble. Which is an excellent podcast if you're... They literally yeah. just, every episode they watch... I've never even watched that show and I love that they podcast. They watch like two to three sometimes. Well, they started doing two episodes of the show now. Just basically to catch up. what they do is they watch two episodes and 99% of the time they basically just talk about whatever there is going on in their life or they talk about like just the TV industry and how much, how like, if you actually want to make money in Hollywood, the best thing you can do is write a really good pilot. I actually just read a, a thing while you were talking about your job, my bad. Uh, they, they said there is 560 uh, television shows in production this year, which is like a record. 560, and you figure... And only 100 of them will actually be If made. each writer's room has at least five people in it, I, I can't do that math. But now, like, is that across major networks? Or? No, no. That in, uh, that's going to include shit like CISO, which just canceled, or just got, or shutting down. So, like now. Netflix, Hulu. Yeah, Netflix, stuff Hulu, like stuff like that. Okay. Uh, AT&T has a new... Um, uh, service where they're launching that Stephen King, Mr. Mercedes show on, which I'm interested in. Mm. So stuff like that. But it's like, I, I've been, I mean, I think everyone knows at this point that this is the podcast. I, I've been trying to pursue a career in screenwriting and it's like, it's become very clear to me that the odds of writing movies for a living have become more and more slim as the years go by. But writing TV is, it's somehow opening up because it's like people love binge watching TV. So it's like, now there's all this new content coming out. They need new creators. So me and Willie too have been talking about different ideas for shows we want to pitch and stuff like that. I have my phone right now. I have six ideas for spec scripts. I've, I'm working on my second spec script right now, or not spec pilot. And then I've written two specs for different shows. It's also like, that was another. Uh, I had talked with Rob about. I was like, we basically just took a really long hiatus from the podcast, and it was not intentional. And it like, I mean, again, it's not like we have a big fan base. There's like seven people that listen religiously. Um, but it was one of those things where I got really depressed because we just weren't doing it. And I would get here and I would start to get anxiety. But I was like, well, we can't, I haven't done it in so long. I feel like there's nothing we can talk about. And then it's hard to do one. It is, yeah. It is hard to get. Writing well, is the same way where it's hard to get back into the it. Truth, because when you haven't done one for so long, once you, like, 10 minutes in, people are cramming shit into it. And you're like, well, no, yeah. that's a good. Just yeah, but you kind of have like, this, like, anxiety of, like, am I going to be as good as I used to? It, it, it's You're playing a game with your mind every well, time. Well, also. I've told Rob this, and it's one of those things we're having inside the podcast. To have Jordan, Nick, and John, and Jacob, and Bryce, and you, and Faith, and whoever else here, it feels really selfish to go, all right, everybody, be quiet. I'm going to do this selfless or selfish thing right here. So no, everybody needs that. to listen to what we're saying. The opposite of selfless. Part yeah, of, yeah, yeah, part yeah. of uh, stepping our game up and, and starting a Patreon was that we're, we're definitely going to start scheduling. It's like, kind of like commit to it. We're yeah. going to start scheduling days of the week specifically for podcasting. That's, I mean, that's and how you probably have to do it. Yeah, yeah we, we want to we make it more official, obviously. Well, and then the part of the reason was... Hell, dude, we've, we've made so... What, we're close to like 80 episodes now, so it's not like... so many. That's what I'm saying. We're not quitting anytime soon. It's just a... Well, and, we're again, restructuring. Again, we brought this up. We should be at 90. We should have so many good we I know the lost episodes that no one will ever hear because they're literally lost is so crazy when I think about. It. I can't even remember which ones we that were just so fucked up that we were like we can't. Yeah, and also a lot of the audio issues earlier on. Yeah. So. But I don't know. It's it's um. Part of the problem was like I would work like I I was telling uh my new boss she's like well why are you leaving this seemingly great job or whatever and I was like. 
Because I schedule myself for six hours and I end up working 11. Just want to know. I get paid for the 11. I get paid for the six and all that. And it's like I come home and I'm so goddamn exhausted that when we finally come over here, I'm sitting in the couch. We're all laughing, having a good time, watching a stream, playing a game or whatever. But I'm just like, the last thing I want to do is... You don't have enough mental energy. It's not even that. It's like, it it sounds so fucking self-fulfilling, but it's like, it does take a little skill to sit here and talk to a mic because you have to, one, talk like I'm talking to Rob, but also talking to whoever's listening. And then we have to try and be funny. It's like being funny takes a little mental mental energy. And well, at the end of the day, when you're you're depressed because you hate your job, you can't do this on autopilot. No. Compare it's our early episodes to now; they're a lot more. I mean, we used to talk. I mean, we still talk over each other. Not. I mean, not really. We kind of like we'll interrupt each other. But well, there's, there's a lot more. of people on it. Kind it's of also because we're brothers, so I feel like that's always going to be there. There's always a power struggle there. Sure. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> you got something great to say, and it can't wait. That's fair. That's, that's the rule in our house. True. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, and it's like uh, reconnecting with Nick and John was like rad too because we hadn't hung out with them in like a y- yeah. two years. Yeah, Nick and John right. are the real been, MVP. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. yeah I like, with them. Especially John, like John's one of the dudes that's like positive about everything. Yeah, and, like, seriously, it, it's so refreshing. Like, yeah. so it's one of those things where I'm like, this kid needs to be on the podcast. Yeah, we need to get them on. He also yeah. has a, a, a deep well of knowledge about history, which I find fascinating. That's yeah. what his major is, the yeah. The thing about him, too, is, and it's not weird, it's actually well, it a compliment, is, like, he has this weird, awesome, like, repertoire of, like, German film. And, like, I'll be talking to him, like, dude, I saw, took this German class to watch this film, and he goes way into it. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, he talks circles around me on foreign film. I'm like, oh, okay, I didn't know about that. Yeah. And he did it because he thought it was fun. So, yeah. he's never going to listen to this, but. We need to get him and Drew on, on, a, on a podcast so we can discuss stuff like North Korea, because I think it'd be interesting to hear yeah well like my knowledge i have like a weird uh i love history but i love like specifically world war ii history and not world that- war ii but the history surrounding world war ii where like my favorite thing is to uh like when you look at wars to like not look at the the wars and the battles that are happening but look at how it shaped our economy at the time and how it shaped our film industry and our, mm-hmm. our fashion and how we, we suddenly stopped like like german sucks so we're not going to look at their fashion right now or their science or their medicine and all that because we hate them and how like Celebrities are like we're gonna start this thing called the anti-Nazi league, and you're not allowed to talk to anyone who has German blood in them and all that. And then Japanese people are forbidden and all that. And you know what I mean? Like, I also it's find just it interesting the economy in such a weird way. The concept of a teenager didn't exist until post post World War II uh, with the baby the 50s. boomers. Yeah, and not until the fifties. That's why you, you see so many movies like Rebel Without a Cause, Blackboard Jungle, and you shit like get that. Movies like uh, Badlands without that. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's because of the Starkweather you know, homicide. <clears throat> well, then. But I'm saying like his character, like the way he like he carries himself, which is based off a person, right? Like uh-huh. it's that whole like James Dean attitude of like whatever whatever happens happens. Well, yeah. Space cowboy. Like and then, I was gonna say that's that's there's this weird um, inherently masculine thing where you're like if you're a dude at some point in your life when as you mature and get older you take this weird interest in World War II all of a sudden because <laughs> I could not give a shit about World it's War II ten years ago you could ever talk about it's because like, it's 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 a pure good versus evil really absolutely is. yeah it's the most cinematic uh, uh, military was, struggle was I think like good versus evil I mean no it, was, it wasn't there's a storytelling angle to it mm-hmm. right and also because of World War One like like I said the whole North Korea thing is like everybody's fed up with North Korea so now would be the time to kind of overthrow it but like you ten years ago fifteen years ago it's like because of World War One we now have a thing where it's like you attack ally you're attacking us so it's now war for everybody you attack Canada you attack Mexico you attack Guam you attack uh, yeah. all these places you're now dealing with the U S so no one will fuck with each other. And in the Cold War, that was really prevalent, too. It's like, don't launch a nuke at any of these people. I don't care who it is, because you launch a nuke at Russia, you're going to have to deal with this country, and you launch yep. it with China, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, but uh, North Korea is isolated yeah. completely. Well, like I said, though, it's, it's now... I think it's supposed to be clipped, but it's now to the point where, like, everyone's fucking, like, no, Every, Yeah, everyone's fed up. I think, the, I, I think the yesterday was when everyone passed that 
the sanction. I think that's the end of it. Well, I mean, that's that's for really the last 70 years, they've just been trying to be the yeah. big boys on the block, and yeah. they can't do it. I think it's it's a it's a positive victory for America right now, so you're not going to Well, not only that, it, it's like, uh-huh. it's fun to talk circles around, like, because I love history and all that, too. It's like, you, you heard me, <coughs> I was talking circles around all those old guys uh, about World War II and Vietnam. Or oh, yeah. They're like, like, Dunkirk, what's that about? And I was like, well, it's, like, really important. Well, that's fair that an American doesn't know about Dunkirk because we weren't even involved with that. Yeah, but, like, someone his age, my dad has seen four movies about Dunkirk, like, without having watched the yeah. new one. He's like, I, I've heard that on, like, all sorts of radio stations and podcasts and stuff. Just like, ah, I wonder how many of the kids out there never even heard of Dunkirk. It's like, well. I wasn't I, familiar until this movie came out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure every, I'm sure every kid in England knows passion. about it. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, we, don't, we don't teach English history. We don't teach English history, right? Yeah. I, don't, I don't read that much into it. I think know. it's an important film for English history, though. It's like. But, like, even my, my dad, it, one of those things is, like, you talk to my dad, he loves movies and all that, but he's actually really into history, too. And before that movie came out, he's like, well, I already know about that. He's like, without Dunkirk, Normandy would have never happened. He's like, Germans yeah, yeah, You're right. There, there'd be no like, British troops to even. Yeah. He's like, he's, like, he's like, Dunkirk and them surviving that and the yeah. French surviving that. He's like, that sets us up for D-Day. Yes. So. Literally the biggest morale booster. And yeah, and one of the most interesting things I heard on a podcast was that in... Uh, it's like, why, though? He successfully fled. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, there was this... Um, this I think it's, it's like the, the triumph of the spirit, though. Yeah, like no, the I, English I know. people helped the English guy. There was this yeah, British they're, they're getting fucking bombed for, like, four years before that. Did so. you see it? Did you see Dark No, I haven't seen oh, it yet. Oh, man, it's good. I Man's, still need to go see we it. We should go see that. Be yeah. I don't have a job, so... <laughs> <laughs> I can go whenever you're down. <laughs> that's, a, that's a real invitation, though. I'm going to go see that again. Same. Um... There was this uh, British World War II vet that actually went to go see it, and uh, after the movie, he like he said he's like that's like the most accurate version of mm-hmm. any of that I've ever seen. He's like it felt well, like also, I was with my my old the friends same thing again. Like, Private Ryan, it triggered a lot of people because they filmed it on the beach of Normandy, yeah. and then with this movie, they filmed it in Dunkirk. Like, it was well, like he also explained all... he's like the most important part of that movie is at the very end where they pull into the train station and the guy has a beers for him and stuff, and it's like everyone's like. Welcome home. It's okay. It's gonna be fine. Because he's, he's like, people felt like we we let our country down. Like we were the biggest losers on the well, face like, of the earth. It's all this really stuff. emotional. But like, this one guy goes, "Congratulations." And he's like, "For what?" Is like we just lost. Right. Like they, in his mind, as a soldier, the war's over. They literally, the Germans won. So he's like, oh, uh, uh, basically. "Yeah." Like it's a scary situation. Yeah. It's fucked up. Uh, it's also yeah. When you think about what that what could have happened if they didn't evacuate successfully, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, then, then the Germans would would have overtaken. We'd be man in the well. high castle right now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, it's there's also like everyone's like oh American pride and all that. It's like there no there is some pride. Like we went in and everyone was like so excited to fucking go kill Germans. And, I think and, you're and, still and, allowed to be proud of America in World War Two, right? Yeah, yeah, no, but it's okay. one of those things where they're like uh, they haven't like, taken that. Want to make a movie about like. The, the English side of it because you only ever see the American side yeah. of it like yeah because the American side is, is so story worthy like yeah. it's, and plus we're in America it's, it's like you made you, America you know. America is not because we hate English people tragic, but no. yeah. it's like so, the yeah. whole World War II and how we got into it is such a revenge story but like yeah. it's, it's it just it's begging to be yeah. the pettiness speak the, the thing about it is America is 100% America likes their stories yeah. if we're well, the like, winning team then it says a lot about us that like the the uh I guess the Prime Minister of Japan, whoever, like, the general was like, I don't know why we did this. Yeah, it was, it was still the Emperor back then. Yeah, yeah. he goes behind, know. like, the, the, the famous quote is behind mm-hmm. everybody, the grass is a guy. Yeah. Which is like, you'll never step foot on our soil, so. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I guess, I, mean, I think Harrington taught us that, too. He's like, literally, after they basically failed Pearl Harbor, even though it fucked us up, the, the guy was like, it's over. Like, y- yeah. So. Yeah, like that, that movie, The Thin Red Line, is really, if you want to see like the Japanese side of it. The best part about being an American and living in the U.S. is that you can go into any bar 
and start chanting USA, USA. Yeah. It, just over and over again. Yep. And you will get joined in by everyone in the bar eventually. We True. used to do that. I think you can go most places and do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe every is strong, but yeah, the majority. I mean, we used to do that all the fucking time at the underground yep. and every, like we would go to LA and me and Sean would yep. start that chant. Just at, and, and apropos of absolutely nothing, would just start like USA. <laughs> and everyone joins in. It's the greatest yeah, thing ever. No one knows what's going on. They're like, well, we don't know why, but is there like the World Cup's happening? Did we win? Like, I don't know. There was also matter. the time we were in Mr. Smith's class and we just started <laughs> randomly singing the national anthem and everyone stood up and put their hands over their heart and Mr. Smith stood there with his hands behind his back and just like nodded silently and then let us do our business and then we you sat down what? and got back to class. You goddamn patriots. In his mind, you just made him Robin Williams and the Dead Poets Society. Exactly. You guys my captain, my captain, him, and he started crying because he's like, he's like, this is oh, plus, what are you going to do? Like, guys, stop. Yeah. It's like, what is your shirt saying? Yeah. Stop being patriotic. <laughs> if it was offensive to anyone, it should be offensive to him. He's a Native American. Yeah, that's fair. There were some racial implications there we didn't really consider. <laughs> I'm sure he was happy to be living in America. Man, talk about, he was obsessed with UCLA basketball. But why though? I used to support. <laughs> I used to because I mean him and sorry, and, but, uh, no. F. Him and a couple of the other teachers were like big US, UCLA fans, and I used to support USC just because they they had the film school. So I was always like, yeah, fuck it, I'm, I'm going for them instead. And they're like, no, we we support UCLA here, and it's like, well, I don't really the care. Bruins, right? Uh, Bruins. USC is the Trojan, Trojans, right? Trojans, and then UCLA yeah, is yeah. the Bruins. Bruins. College basketball does not interest me, and I don't understand. It's like, why are you purposely watching the lesser league? It's, is it, it because you're hoping that maybe you'll catch a rising star, essentially? That's what it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, the that entire is fan base is like, that. There's a kid I follow who's in high school. He's 16 years old. He's 6'9", and he looks like Shaq in his prime. His name's like Zion Williamson or something like that. And it's like, that dude, what what team is he going to end what up What about like Lon- Lonzo Ball? Shit. That's another, right? People that I'm were following him. Lonzo Ball from Lakers, yeah. So I feel like people that were following him early on feel vindicated because yeah. they're like, oh, I knew that kid was going. Yeah, and then his brothers in high school, he drops like 60 points in the high school game. Which literally doesn't mean shit. Can you imagine being on the other team, the other high school that shows? Yeah, we we were that team. I just saw this and my dad will love me. Like we were that team. team. Yes, we were. For us was when we didn't get beat by seven. No, I just mean going against another team that has a legendary player like that. We're like, do you even try? Like. The weird thing is a lot of those players play games. That's why no, I'm not, you, you try you definitely try. That's why I'm not in sports. You're like if, if you I'm can, just like, look guys, let's all be honest here. That's <laughs> if if Dunkirk were up to me, I'd be like, all right, let's just we'll just no, call him the tap. That guy's got the target on his back. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. I guess. That's yeah. why I'm not a sports guy. <laughs> it's like in that Alan Iverson documentary, there's footage of him playing against Ray Allen, like in, in uh, high school. And it's like those two dudes both became legends in, in yeah. basketball, so it's a it's weird to think that, but that, but that still that doesn't explain to me why you like pay attention to this league, watch like you have your college that you like, even the, and you you never have gone to that. Yeah, I'll say frequently either. they don't they didn't I graduate. Say, it's a lot of parents that send their kids to that college, and they're not sports kids, but they're like I gotta be a part of this, and it's like is there is it have something to do with like the NBA is on at certain times and college basketball is on a, a, at a, a different time? Like, no, they're on the same time. Like they because maybe it's just like I don't care that much about college basketball, but I gotta watch I some also, kind of basketball. I've, I've talked to a few people. Maybe, that, maybe. I don't know. With football, especially uh, the college football is life. like way more strict. So in basketball, if, college basketball is actually more entertaining to watch because it's less of cherry picking and dunking. It's more of like pass the ball, let's get a play going kind of thing. Fundamentals. Yeah. <laughs> It's more um, the fundamentals of stealth. But then there are teams that have people like <laughs> showmans. There, yeah, there's always those teams where they have the one guy. It's like Jesus Christ, he's embarrassing these other players who also end up on an NBA team. It's like, oh wow, 
My favorite team is the Harlem Globetrotters because I mean, <laughs> yeah. they never lose. They, it's, it's insane, really. Their record. They're like Floyd Mayweather in basketball. They've just never lost. Man, okay, let's talk about that a little bit. As a guy who doesn't give two fucks about sports, I'm in, totally invested in that fight. End I of August, wait. dude. Uh, the 28th <laughs> yeah. or 26th. The literal opposite. I care about sports, so I couldn't care less about that. <laughs> really? No yeah. way, dude. That, that is so hype. Yeah, Saturday the 26th is the fight. I will say, I feel like Floyd Mayweather, I mean, this is coming from almost completely uneducated opinion, but I feel like Floyd May- Mayweather will win, but I think it will be more interesting if uh, Conor really McGregor wins. For you. What's that? It's going to be the most boring fight we've ever seen. Oh, I'm sure, but yeah. I'm just interested in seeing it play out. It, uh, yeah. There's a lot I've of different that before. There's a lot of different factors going into this. One, no, Floyd. Why? Because you see the potential for an awesome movie, which will happen if McGregor yeah. wins. <laughs> if McGregor wins, yeah. I know you, and that's I'm excited, too. I'm I just like a narrative. You know what I'm He's, saying? He's like the best UFC fighter in his weight division of all time. Like John Jones is he just destroyed somebody. That guy's one of the best of all time. But the the the, the hype around it is him going, UFC is so much better than 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 boxing. I'm gonna fucking come into your sport and destroy you. This guy who's never lost. He's arguably even people that have like they're like stronger and all that, they'll know he's the best defensive boxer of all time. They've described the matchup as as a ice skater coming in and trying to play one on one hockey with Wayne Gretzky. It's like it's not gonna happen. Even so, if he okay, even if Conor McGregor wins and like wins by a huge blowout or something, people are going to make the argument that like, well, Floyd Mayweather, he's older now, he's yeah. not in his prime. Yeah. It's a lose lose matter. <laughs> yeah, so that's interesting too because I I'm just really curious. There's to already pre baked narratives. There's so many right? narratives yeah, already exactly. forming. I'm really interested even, in even in basketball. There was no, like, I well, know. well, if the Warriors win, it was because they yeah. they bought Kevin Durant. Well, if LeBron's win, it's well because they won last year. Why wouldn't they win again? Like you know what I mean? There's baked in arguments on both sides. It's always a bunch See, of bullshit. I mean, obviously, movies are more you, my thing. There's no more. There's no worse winners than Warriors fans. But that's how I feel about like directors taking on certain projects and stuff. I get I, the way people get obsessed with like sports people going against each other. I'm more interested in like the way actors and filmmakers mesh or oh, like yeah. go against I'm each other. Release dates for box offices. The Charles Manson movies by Quentin Tarantino. Like, well, how's he going to tackle that? That's so many people problem. have said like, well, he shouldn't be um, allowed to to make that movie because he glorifies violence, and it's like. Well, An artist shouldn't be allowed to make art? Are you fucking kidding me? Like, what, what do we live in, Nazi Germany now? Jesus. Can an artist make a bomb threat on a plane? Well, if it was an artistic statement, I feel like, I mean, no, no. but I feel like you could try and make an argument there. We wouldn't go far. <laughs> but that's, that seems like a non-sequitur to me, sequitur to me almost, because it's, uh, but I see what you're trying to say. <laughs> okay. Thank, I get the you. point you're trying yeah. to make, but it doesn't register. That's not a one-to-one, but I mean. Of course not. That's like saying, like, Steven Spielberg, when he grew up, was like obsessed with World War II movies, and he's like in his backyard filming them and all that. So he shouldn't be allowed to uh, uh, make Saving Private Ryan because he glorifies the, well, the art of war. Right? Nobody so said Quentin Tarantino shouldn't be allowed to make a World War II movie, and yet he yeah. did. Well, I wouldn't say he shouldn't be allowed to make a Charles Manson movie. Manson movie. I would say he shouldn't make it. It could Charles be Manson. considered bad taste. Yeah, that's, that's all. That's as far as I would go. I don't but care you know, the amount of things that the could be considered bad taste. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't fucking care. Like. I'm an adult. Let me make a decision sure, sure, as far sure. as what I want to watch. And like, if this no, guy wants to make a movie and people want to give him money to make that movie and people want to go see that movie, article fuck that off. Was just called "I'm sick of seeing rape in TV and movies," and I was like, I agree with that. It's a really shitty plot. Well, here's the thing: yeah, as a writer, uh, rape used used as a narrative device is cheap and shitty writing. It's like I'm not saying don't do that and that you can't do that and that there's no new stories and to tell about rape. Let me tell you, Game of Thrones is ripe with rape. Right. Uh, absolutely, and yet and women love that show. Everyone's like, "Well, it's the times and all that." And we're like, "Well, then stop complaining about slavery movies because it's the same argument." What, what year was Game of Thrones? Exactly. 
<laughs> oh, I remember that. You <laughs> Read about that. Next. What year was Game of Thrones? <laughs> yeah, what year did this happen? Well, to be fair, I mean, isn't a lot of that stuff based on actual historical things, like the Red I mean, like, Wedding tri- and stuff like that? The tribal stuff and, and how they act. May yes, as well be. Yeah, my point know. is, like, I get that, but it's also like, just stop doing that. It's such a lame fucking story device. Yes, people do get raped and that infects them and all that, but like, do we really need to have a strong female lead be strong because she was raped? It's like she overcame this thing. It's like, how about she's strong well, because she's smart and she's better than the people around her? I would say when people complain about rape as a plot device, it's not it's not usually because they're saying that a woman got raped and then became a, a, like needed revenge or something. It's generally because rape is used as a plot device to motivate the man like the it's like you raped and killed my wife oh now i'm gonna kill you back essentially exactly. which is again What's wrong with that uh it's just been done to death and it's yeah, at it's this point easy. it's it's a cliche okay. at this point it's just cheap it, you know what i'm saying like you it's can't come up with some other reason what, what's another plot device that's like overused <coughs> well here's something I, I think about a lot it's like how come every time there's a movie where someone's uh kid gets murdered or or kidnapped or something they're always a perfect happily happy family there's never a movie where like it starts off and it show, like think about the new um like he wasn't there yeah it, there's never a movie where it shows them having right, a particularly bad baby. day like yelling at their kid or something and then the kid gets kidnapped because that that to me is because how often are you a perfect happy family and how often do you yell at your children if you have children or if you're a child how often do your parents yell at you and then a traumatic event happens you know what I'm saying that's more realistic I'm I'm surprised no one's ever done that because you well, look at the that new movie with Jake Gyllenhaal is like kind of that's what happens I can't remember what it's called but like basically he's in like a shitty marriage with his wife and she passes away in oh, a car yeah. accident and all that it's kind of how he deals with it I'm like, but I was thinking about that specifically in, in reference to the new uh, uh, Death Death Wish Death Wish movie I keep wanting to call it Death Proof or Death Sentence I, I, I saw a bunch of headlines of people complaining about that movie yeah because it's, like it's a, a white guy right, right. going into black neighborhoods and doing vigilante justice I'm honestly surprised that movie got made I'm curious yeah. to see it uh, I'm not going to write it off till I actually see it but that's another movie where it shows him and his family. They're uh, upper middle class, wealthy white people that have that he loves his family. They never have any problems. In the trailer, you can see all this. And I'm like, you know what would be a lot more interesting is if they were on the verge of divorce. Like, he doesn't get along with his kids because how many parents have problems with their that teenage kids? Movie was about the Blood Father. Blood Father? I haven't seen that. Blood Father is a great movie. You watched it with us, me, you, and Bryce. We read. Mel Gibson, where his daughter <laughs> like uh, is dating like a cartel member or whatever. And she accidentally kills him, and they're coming after her. And like she hasn't talked to her dad in ten years, and he ends up like he's a recovering all. alcoholic and yeah. shit like that. I gotta see me, that. you, and Jordan and Bryce. I remember that. Yeah, we rented it on the whim because it was Mel Gibson. You were like, oh okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's why. That's just because uh, Michael Parks is in it. It was like right before he passed. Rest away. in peace, Uncle Phil. <laughs> um, the swimmer. I want to talk well, on the next episode if we can get John and Nick on. Uh, their thoughts on all the Quentin Tarantino movies. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They hadn't seen a few of them, so I want to see which ones they think. Are I still first. haven't seen a few of them. It was also lit going to see <laughs> Reservoir Dogs in a the theater. It was just like oh, I guess I've seen that that, it, that was like a. <coughs> I mean, it's uh, the way people talk about like going to see a band in concert. That's how I feel about seeing a movie in theaters. Is like you've I forgot seen how much yelling's in that movie. Yeah, in a theater, it's so loud. You're like, holy shit! There's so much. At each other. There's so much just quiet, and then people just arguing, and it's like. It's so intense, and you think that movie's action-packed, but when you watch the movie, you're like, this movie's a lot of people just talking about things that happened off-screen, which you almost never can get away with, but he cast his movie full of nothing but character actors who are really good, and then the dialogue's, like, really sharp. What? Uh, Reservoir Dogs? Long time ago. It's a great one. I I probably forced you to watch it in high school, if I remember correctly. Um, (laughs) That's probably accurate. The writing is so goddamn good in that movie, too. Like, the dialogue, the arguments, like, everyone's saying clever shit to each other that's pissing the other person off, and, like... Pulp Fiction's a little... Like, it, Michael Madsen is, like, incredible in Reservoir Dogs. Like, just his whole character where, like, 
he's like super calm and he's funny and then suddenly he becomes like a psychopath. I, I mean, and Harvey Keitel is amazing in that movie too. It's like, True. you believe all those people are real people, which is the hallmark of a good movie, obviously. The one part that got me that I, like, people laughed at, but it was like a super serious thing. He was like, how do I look, man, or whatever. Yeah. And he, he, like, they, he's like, I don't like, know what to tell you, he's dude. He's cop and he's like bleeding out and he's like like coughing and he's like super pale and all that. And the guy who just got his ear cut off and he's soaked in gasoline, he's like, how do I look? And he's like, I don't know what to tell you. Like literally, he literally <laughs> says, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't know what to tell you. And then he just starts laughing at him because he's oh. like, we're both fucked. We're probably both going to die and they everybody dies. But I mean... Also, that's, I mean, this is true of all Tarantino movies. I, I notice new shit every time I watch his movies, which is, again, the hallmark of a great movie is when you, like, can keep revisiting it. Like, oh, I, didn't, I never thought about that before. I, I saw something different this time. Yeah. Which is also, why I don't understand people who, who watch a movie once and are like, yeah, I get it. Like, not, not to throw any shade, like but... You, you I don't get people that watch movies multiple times. So. <laughs> I just gave a good reason for why to do that. I didn't listen to it, so... <laughs> it is an old... Does your brain just shut off when I start talking about movies? <laughs> yeah. it works Especially so well, Quentin. It's fair. I noticed when we watched it this time, it's like... There's, like, coffins standing up everywhere in there, and it, it yeah. looks like the setting of a Western movie. Here's the thing. I, I, I watched the director's... Or not, maybe it wasn't a director's commentary, but there was some kind of thing on, on the DVD, one, like, the 15th anniversary one that came out, obviously, a long time ago, where they were saying, like, the location there, it's a, a, a morgue. It's, like, that's why you see there's, there's coffins, there's a, there's a hearse. He's sitting on top of a hearse, like... Yeah. But they, they never come out and say, like, oh, isn't it cool that we're in a morgue? They're just, they're just there. And it, it's, like, an amazing location. That movie is full of, like, his apartment is a really cool location that where he's, like, standing in front of all the, the graffiti area downtown was really cool. It was really cheaply shot too. You yeah, all the diners and everything. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could like, I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about that recently. Where they're before we went and saw it, and he was like, the cool thing about that movie is like you could film it almost anywhere and it still works because you like you could film it in this garage and have every scene play out the same way because they're just using a kind of a medium sized space and just arguing with each other. Well, I would say the reason maybe the reason why it works so well is because it's in like a, a huge space. It's like you hear their voices echo, people walk off into a corner and are still yelling at each other. Like it's just uh, by the end of that movie you feel like you 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 would know how to navigate yourself in that Watching area. Watching that and hate late back to, to get back and forth. It's like, "Oh, I get why he does that. He likes to use one It's a single location, location movie, yeah. It's it's cheaper to shoot and you can focus on the actors and and not necessarily like Although, in Reservoir Dogs like you said they never even t- mentioned that it's a morgue and hate late they're like, "It's a haberdashery like constantly yeah. so." <laughs> haberdashery. I like hate late. Hate late's, late's a great, great movie. Yeah. I didn't remember that movie was like three and a half hours long when we watched oh it, but it flies God. by like it's incredible. You know why? Because the Blu-ray is a 70 millimeter director's cut, and it's the the version that we saw on torrent and in the theater was the shorter version. Like again, after every movie we watched, including Death Proof, I was like, I could foreseeably watch this again tomorrow and still get enjoyment out of it. So, I think it's because when I was in high school, I was obsessed with Quentin Tarantino, and I kind of like, I mean, I still, I every time he has a new movie come out, I go and see it. But it's it had been so long since I sat down and watched his movies, and it's like, oh yeah, it's like you're. I feel that way with like certain authors too when they put a new book out and you're like, oh yeah, I forgot how great it is to read something by this guy or, or see a movie by this type of person or when a new band puts a or not a new band. The thing about him too is like I feel bad making a list because it's like to to say one's better than the other it feels bad because they're all really great in their own way. Uh-huh. Even Death Proof, I'm like, this movie's it's incredible. Yeah, even watching Death Proof, I was like, I feel like I've been harsh on this movie in the past. It's actually better than I remember. Never seen Death Proof. How do you feel about Tarantino as a filmmaker, Drew? He saw Django with us. I remember that. Oh, he did Django. Yeah, we saw it Christmas Day. Yeah, I like Django. Kill Bill, Pulp Fiction. Kill Bill is boring. You better stay, bad bitch. The, the, the problem was, um, I accidentally watched <laughs> the second one before the first one. Oh, well, <laughs> I just I wasn't paying attention. I was just like, "What, what the is fuck going is on?" <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> 
first yeah. of all, the first one's by far the better movie. I don't fucking care what anyone says. Because people are always like, oh, the second yeah. one's better because of all the dialogue. It's no. like, <laughs> even though I just said that about Reservoir Dogs, fuck you. Like, nothing's better than that action scene in the first one. Yeah, I agree. The first yeah. one's better. Um, I don't think anyone was making that argument. Is there a, a curious like as a person who doesn't necessarily care about movies? Is there any director that makes you go like, oh, I want to go see that movie because it's that director? Yeah, Chris, Chris <laughs> would be okay. hey, on top of He's being the every band director. Yeah, on top of being the only guy I would say that he'd probably be the only director I could list name off just off the top of that my makes head sense. without like thinking for a minute. Well, there's there's the thing about that too is that all of his movies are at least pretty good. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Even the ones that aren't like knock out of the park yeah. hits are still like the one with the, the magic guys you made me watch. Yeah, it's decent. I that movie I love that movie it's so there's nothing else like that movie I couldn't watch it because they whisper when they talk and then they Uh, yell and it's just like constantly readjusting the sound here's something that I I feel like people are starting to talk about now Christopher Nolan has weird sound mixing in his movies all of his movies have weird like in in Interstellar 2 it's the same thing people would talk so quietly and then it'd be like loud space noises like are you fucking kidding me I I really I hated I don't hate hate Interstellar I really didn't like it on the first try Second try, few months later, loved it. Yeah. See, I've, I've only seen it the, the once, and I didn't time, care for yeah. it. I was like, give I don't it another get shot. It. Yeah, just give it another try. I don't know why. Visually, I think. I mean, the robots were fucking cool. Uh, I liked what's his name, McConaughey. McConaughey's great yeah. in it. Uh, an interesting pick for that, but it worked. Yeah. Uh, I, the first time I saw it, it was like after my my old boss Sean, who uh, I still talk to every now and again. He was like, dude, you gotta see this movie. It's my favorite movie right yeah, now. Blah, blah, blah. He got like a poster for his desk and shit like that. And I watched it. I was like, it's cool. I just don't care. Like, <laughs> the, the problem is Matt Damon. Like, oh, I get it. Matt Damon brought nothing. Yeah, I don't. Matt, Matt Damon, Damon doesn't do much for me. <coughs> He looks really good in Superbicon, There's a couple of things I like him in, but yeah, that one was just like, oh, it's Matt Damon. It's not a personal attack. It's just no. his character didn't... I wasn't surprised. I was supposed to be surprised when he showed up yeah. or something, but I wasn't. I was more surprised when Topher Grace showed up at the end. <laughs> Yeah. The guy that plays Eric in Seventy Show is random. That's guy. right. That's I was like, oh shit. That's right. That's your star power. Yeah. <laughs> and Casey Affleck's good in that movie too. Yeah, that's true. Although he's barely in it. What's the? Uh, I gotta piss like a two hours. Shit. Wow. All right. Well, I told you if we don't do it for a while, we come back and I'm like, man, I was I was anxious about it, but it's kind of like no fat. Yeah. It's the worst. You're anxious about it, and then, huh? <laughs> and he just <laughs> interesting. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> anyway, um, support our Patreon if you're interested. Yeah, if you support want to support em. us, go to patreon.com slash bestbros. We have an Instagram. It's just bestbros podcast. Do we have a $1 option on there? We do have a $1 so option. So even if you just want to throw us a dollar, that'd be cool. A dollar yeah. a month. Or if I anyone mean, has any ideas of tiers that they want for $5, $10, I'll, I'll do it. I, I, I'm not hungry for your money. I want to do this, and it helps a lot. Like I said, if, if we had 18 people give us a dollar... I, it would be I think at this point we're more interested in amassing a dedicated off. audience than we are a paying audience. We just want people that are interested in coming back for more yeah. of what we're um, doing. If we get enough support, I'd love to start streaming. I'd love to start... Uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Shouts out to... <laughs> I'd love to start streaming and I'd love to start doing more podcasts. Yeah, you never talked about your, your other podcast ideas. No, we didn't. It was the Goosebumps one. The idea is that we do... Uh, <laughs> oh, you implied there was multiple. Well, uh, we're, I mean, we're kind of like workshopping some ideas. We're workshopping this where me and Robert are thinking we'll have like our normal banter and maybe bringing in like some news articles like I did today. I thought the Splash Kingdom one just it tickled me. Yeah, so. we're, 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 yeah, we're working mm-hmm. on doing more current event stories and things that are interesting to us. Because those are just uh, 
banter breeding. We've, I feel like we've ex- when we started, we had we had this like back pocket full of so many fucking stories. I think we've kind of exhausted all of those. Almost a hundred episodes in, which is why like even Faith brought up a good point. She goes, "You guys need to go out and do more shit, not like you live before." <laughs> Yikes! Like, it's fair was, though. It was hard to hear. It's fair. <laughs> no, it's a fair criticism. Just like like the wedding was an entire weekend of just nonstop either cringe situations, funny situations, <laughs> yeah. or fun. Right. And it's like. The job situation is fucked, mid-bread content and all that, so it's like we need to go see more movies in the theater, go to more events, go out. Maybe I'm, my new job is right down the street from a gym. I might just get a membership there, and that'll be, hey, I'm losing weight. It sucks when people in the gym are lifting weights next to you, and you're, they're like, hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> it sucks when they say hi. Yeah, I just like, oh, I hate when people are like, can I get in on a set, dude? Like yeah, when you're yeah, on it, it's like fuck off, dude. Spot you? Yeah, spot me from over there, motherfucker. I don't want you looking at me. <laughs> you, you know they, they make these things called headphones, and when you put them in, You'd no, okay, the people so, up to you and go. People will oh wave at you. Everyone, like, the whole room turned up. Hold, hold, hold on a second. Well, so motherfucker's got one ear and can't get. So <laughs> yeah, I was at the gym. Ears. I was at the gym one time, and uh, me, I'm no one knows this. I'm a. What what goes on at the gym? I'm completely deaf in my left ear, so I had put like a headphone in my good ear. Right. I was sitting there. I can't hear Jack shit. I'm listening to music. Yeah, it it's makes a, you look like an asshole sometimes. Yeah, and so <laughs> and some guy was trying to get my attention and be like, "Hey, hey, I didn't hear a goddamn thing you said." And I finally and he, I can't even remember what he said. Oh, he's complimenting me on my tattoos. I was like, "Oh, thanks, dude." Now you look like a fucking prick. Yeah. Are you trying to bang or what? <laughs> you're sexy, bro. Yeah, so... I'd like so, to rub my dick on your tattoos, brother. So now I put both headphones in, even though I don't yeah. need to. So what you're it's saying just, is my story is correct. My, or yes. My, okay. Well, not only that, at my job, like, uh, Bobby will come in. Yeah. And I'll have both headphones in, and I'll still hear go, Wheel! Wheel! <laughs> wheel? Wheel! She says, instead of saying Will or Willie or whatever you want to fucking call me, she pronounces it Wheel. Like she has an accent or like a lisp? Wheel! She's from California! What's wrong? She goes, Wheel! Is there any tea? Wheel! You think she'll. Let me get a bag of chips. You think she'll follow you over to the new place? What? Think she'll follow you over to the new place? Uh. Christ. So I had talked to Sean about that. I was like, man, I can't wait to not deal with some of these people. He's like, no. You will. He's like, some of these people are regular. Or they'll be new. New versions. New regulars, yeah. Yeah, new, yeah. yeah you're going to go full Redlands when you start working at this oh new place. So I hope you're ready oh, for that. Yeah. You, might, uh, you might see people uh, out of church form. Yeah. Well, luckily, I'm only doing front of house shit half the time. I'm getting in a position of management, so I have to do more back of house stuff, which I love to do because I don't have to deal with people. So That's fair. That'll be fun. I'll, fair. Uh, hopefully, we can have Sean on again. He's always busy, but he's, he's a great uh, asset to the team. And... Uh, Another history book. But yeah, so it's like more things I'd like to do would just be more recording. I'd love to, now that I don't have to take work stress home with me and all that, I can focus on being funny here. I can, we can, I want to start streaming now that we have an Ethernet cable. My PC would be great. That would be something that I would even imagine Faith and you would watch if you're bored or something like that. Well, I want to get in on that streamer money. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Totally. I mean, I don't know how that I would, but you're very good at a video game. (laughs) I'm not. Get good. I'm aggressively <laughs> average at most. <laughs> so so is he. Yeah, you're right. That uh, plays into his. Well, he, if you play a game for twelve hours a day, you're gonna get good. Yeah, I mean, he's not pro. His. Uh, I'm talking Sorry. about Doctor Disrespect. He literally plays off the fact that when he gets killed, it's not his fault, and it's like it's part of his. It's, it's, it's his fault. Like, that's bullshit. Like he always was like, he's like, put me back in, coach. I'm gonna end this guy's career. Like the lick so. of the fingers. <laughs> always does that. Yeah, he gets a snipe and he does like the the baseball thing when someone throws a strike. They like lick their fingers. 
<laughs> it's, it's incredible. He's a great, great guy. Like a tattoo of the uh, American Eagle on his arm. You didn't see it? Very patriotic. So, I teared up a little bit. <laughs> I cried with red, white, and blue. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's good. Check us yeah. out at Patreon. Even if you don't want to support, just go look at the page and see what we wrote. I wrote a lot of good shit on there. Just, just support us. Uh, have a week. Enjoy your burrito. We love you. Enjoy We're, your burrito. Just stealing other podcasts' outros. We love oh. you. We need an intro and an outro. The problem is we don't introduce ourselves, and I think. Oh, you're supposed to introduce yourself. A lot of podcasts like they'll be like, "Well, I'm here with Drew, the the man of uh, the the, the myth, the legend, of the, the man, the myth, the man, the, the myth, legend. the legend." And like, we're here with Jake the Snake. We're here with Bryce. I like that. <laughs> Bryce the Death Fuck Cuck. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, okay, that <laughs> that could stay. Uh, <laughs> We're uh, here with Rob, uh, loss of job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm into it. You I can't like just, my name. You can't just do that while you can't reply. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. <laughs>